Welcome back to the 10 Tabs Open Podcast. This is your host, Alexander Howell. And today on episode 24, we had on a good friend of mine, uh, Greg Chafin. He has been on the on the podcast before, and he is uh, a former director of mine. Really great guy. When we did uh, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, I was uh, Brick in the show, and he was the director uh, in Blue Springs. But I asked Greg to come back on the show because I'm trying to get this thing started up again, and I know he's always full of conversation. We always have a great time, and we kind of delve into uh, some, some things in theater, some things in work, some things in life, and um, just as importantly, uh, just some you know just some subjects that are at times a little difficult to uh, to talk about. Now I'm going to be very honest with you because I want uh, my new subscribers. We've had a pretty good influx of new subscribers on the YouTube channel uh, as well as the podcast, so I want to just take this time to be very frank and very honest with you the the videos and the other um, channels that I have are focused on real estate are focused on uh, marketing and branding they're focused on international real estate as well and the podcast is a really good outlet for me to get together with people that I'm, I haven't seen in a while and have a conversation, whether it's friends, uh, influencers, people who are very interesting to me and have a really good story to tell. And Greg is one of those individuals. But Greg is also a very good friend of mine. And so I don't keep my mouth as clean as I do uh, on some of the other videos. So if you're offended by language, about the discussion of political ideas, about language, about language again, um, I would just say Say maybe skip this one, move on to another video or another podcast of ours. Uh, there are definitely ones that you can kind of see that can avoid it. But this is a good friend of mine. We talk about a lot of things that are difficult to talk about. We have varying political opinions. We have varying personal opinions about different subject matters. There are all kinds of different things that we'll talk about. So if you're new to the channel, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's on the podcast through iTunes or Google Play Store, please just understand that this is a conversation with a great friend of mine where we do kind of get into some you know, laughter and some drinks and stuff like that. Um, that's what I want to record, though, with the 10 Tabs Open podcast is having honest conversations with people that I appreciate in one way or another or in many ways. And that's what this is. So, again, if it's one of those things where you're a bit offended and you don't want to listen to somebody going back and forth with a buddy of theirs talking as friends do, uh, or as at least me and my friends do, this might be the one to avoid. But if you do enjoy that conversation, if you do enjoy that uh, that glimpse into reality and want to feel like a fly on the wall of our conversation, feel free to do it. We talk about a lot of different things. Things and uh, in a very different and special way. Greg's a really, really good friend. Uh, he's a really good person. He's had some experiences in life that I think a lot of people would not open up about as as well as he does. But um, luckily, we're kind of living in his uh, in his world in this podcast uh, as well as mine. So uh, I hope you enjoy. I hope you like it. Uh, please feel free to send me an email if you have any questions about this or any of the other videos or podcasts that I produced at alexander at alexanderhowell.com. Also, feel free to uh, follow me on social media at Alexander from KC or look me up on YouTube. It's a uh, it's turning into be a quickly uh, quick growing channel. Uh, just search Alexander Howell from KC or just search Alexander Howell, I should say, and uh, see what you think. But again, hope you enjoy. If you're not into that thing. We've got tons of videos, tons of podcasts where it's all about uh, all about keeping it clean. Uh, but this one isn't necessarily that. So hope you enjoy. Thanks again.
recording and recording. All right, cool. Let me look into one thing real quick here. Now I'm I'm so bad at at all of that. <laughs> it's it's actually embarrassing. But anyway, all good. No worries. Well, it's also hard to light somebody when they're balding. Like it, it's a whole other aspect. Well, yeah, I've got like a five head at this point in my life. Like you don't have to oh, tell yeah. me about it. Oh, no. <laughs> I think we can roll the video and check it out. Yeah. I, think I, I think I'm winning that battle. I th I, you're winning, but it's not too bad. I've got a dot right there. Yeah. That's crazy. You just have a slightly bigger dot. That's yeah. all good. <laughs> this dot. It doesn't look like that in person. It doesn't. Mostly because I've learned to like walk around with my chin up. <laughs> like everything's yeah, fine. The only be people behind me will know. <laughs> oh. oh man. So, where were we? What were we talking about? What were we talking about? Uh, I don't remember. We were goofing on something. I don't know. <laughs> God damn! At this point, it just seems crazy. I think right before we started the video, we. I, I was saying that I preferred the Wii U over the Wii, but I don't oh, know yeah. that's yeah. like intelligent conversation. Well, yeah. <laughs> nah, fuck it. Like, I've got a Zelda poster and a bunch of Game of Thrones books behind me. True like story. You don't have to worry about all that. You have to let me look at that Zelda book. After, oh, fuck yeah, dude. What is it? There's three of them, and that's the Zelda Encyclopedia, everything except Breath of the Wild. It's badass. That is awesome. Yeah, it just wow. kind of explains like all the ridiculousness of it, and it's really it's the kind of thing I should get cool. for my kids. Yeah, there's two more of them. I think there's a green one and a red one, and they both serve like certain purposes. But dude, it was when That's I saw awesome. that, it was like, fuck yeah, I'm definitely buying that thing. Yeah, no, I have to get that for my kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, all three of my kids uh, played Zelda games, but they, yeah, yeah. Right now they're in Terraria. Terraria. It's like Minecraft, but side-scroller type thing. Okay. Hey, bring that in front of your... Uh, no. Sorry about that. You're good. Uh, you no. told me last time that you could like make it so that it would bring sound in from yeah. everywhere, but, but I haven't asked you to do that yet. No, you That's <laughs> okay. Maybe when I bring you, when I get all of this back into my house, we'll, we'll make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah. We can make kids play a lot of those games. Yeah, Minecraft do, a lot. Do they play like... Ocarina of Time if they're playing Zelda? Uh, I've made them play through all of that. Like, You've made them play through? Yeah, I told them, I was like, uh, no, you have to. Well, I didn't <laughs> do Link to the Past. No, no, not Link to the Past, but Link. Like, uh -huh. The side-scroller RPG. Oh, okay. Gotcha, yeah. Link's Awakening? Like, yeah. Link's oh, no, wait. The, no. the very first one? So there's Zelda. Yep. And then the second one for the NES yeah. was Link. Yeah. That one... Is the most impossible to beat. Uh huh. Yeah, I didn't make them play that. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> they, they'd still be playing. It. Yeah. <laughs> they played through the rest of them. They all play different styles. Like uh, my oldest son, like, well, one hundred percent a game. Like when he gets to the final boss, everything's been done. Okay. Right? Uh, uh -huh. And then my daughter can play for like I think she's been playing Breath of the Wild. She has like a hundred and some something hours into it. We got it when it first came out, so it's not like it's been. Yeah, two weeks that she's done that. Yep, uh, but <laughs> she hasn't even beaten the first boss. Like she's just gone around and like captured every horse. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I'm kind of on her level. Like that's yeah. I'm I'm so bad at it. it it's, yeah. it's 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 fucking amazing. And then, <laughs> and, and then my youngest son is like, "How fast can I beat the game?" Like goes gets the best sword ish and then goes mm -hmm. after Ganon. Um, that 
fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a speedrunner. Yeah. So like he. That's awesome. Like how fast can I beat a game? All right, I'll go. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yep. So Great. do they? Uh, are they allowed to be like on like situations like Twitch and stuff like that, where you're watching people that play video games? Yeah, they do. They yeah. do that. They're actually Ashton and Tucker just started their. They like they just recorded their first podcast of that of themselves. Nice. Yeah, you got to bring it up right here. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. It's just no, no. Just fuck with it. It doesn't matter. Okay, like uh, you do whatever you got to do, man. It's like I literally was like, I don't need my leather man. I'm not gonna put it in my pocket. Yeah, but they uh, they just recorded their first couple of episodes of them playing through stuff and doing silly things. And how old are they? Uh, Ashton's 14 and Tucker is 10. Oh 10. my god. 11. See, this Tucker's is what I'm talking about. This is crazy. Like, pe- and people will watch it. I hope so. People watch it all the time. I hope so. They also they do. also all three of my kids are uh, into Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. And uh, after I actually came on your show last time, yeah, I was like, oh, that rig's actually not terrible to purchase, <laughs> and I have some <laughs> of that stuff already. So I went ahead and bought it, and we gave it to them for Christmas this last year. Uh-huh. Uh, I gave it to them and was like, hey, do your own. They, like, they've listened to a couple of different D&D podcasts. and like, do your own. So they did. And Ashton, like, DM'd. <laughs> and Tucker and Kaylee <laughs> did their characters. And That's so awesome. They've recorded it. And Ashton's gone through and edited it and put it all in the... That's like, put so in cool. sound effects and yeah. all the other stuff. Just playing around with it. I was like, have fun. Let's make it a creative outlet. And they, they've enjoyed doing it, but it's not... It's a lot more work than I thought they realized it was. Yeah, to make it sound good, but well, but it's still cool, and they're yeah. still able to do. It. I mean, I think that's the to me that's the weirdest thing because you've got like you have the the generation that's like even like my generation for the most part has looked at it and they're like, okay, well, you know, if you're gonna play video games and you need to be outside and you need to play and you need to do all that stuff. And don't get me wrong, I completely agree. Like there's like I put my kids in as many like physical situations oh, yeah. as possible. And I know you do that too. But it always cracks me up when I watch people that say that. And they're like, you guys need to be on, you know, a mountain climbing up walls, taking care of this, or you need to be lifting weights, or you need to be doing martial arts, and then the like they get on their phone. Yeah. Like, yeah, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm on my phone or my computer the entire time. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like, no, it, it's a balance. You have to be physically active. You have to make sure that you're not, you know, 300 pounds at 5'5". Five five. But... Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, you. <laughs> I can see your veins, dude. Come oh, on, man. <laughs> no, but, like, you have to make sure that you're healthy. You have to make sure that you're doing the right stuff physically. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you do realize that we're all online always and yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. Every it, second of the day. Yeah. So it's weird to me when people, like, push back against it so much, especially when you see somebody that's, like, 14 and they win, like, $2 million for Fortnite. Yeah. Like, well. They they worked for it. I'm sorry, yeah, but like they worked their ass It's just not it. the normal job. No, but uh, I mean, you don't get to win that money if you're not the best. You know, like yeah. the guy, I Ashton plays Smash Brothers. Yeah, yep. I don't know where exactly he's ranked at now, but he was ranked at one point in time. Yeah, like yeah, pretty. To impressive. even be ranked, he had to play that game. Yeah, <laughs> like four hours a day at minimum. Yeah. Well, he could play that game, or he could go get his head broken in and football. Yeah. And not be able to think past fifth grade. True story. 
Oh, we win today. Which is worse. And he's also learning, like, valuable skills. Like, oh, they've yeah. already he, recorded a in, podcast. He, like, Jesus fr- Christ, dude. He just started school back up. He's yeah. a freshman in high school. He's in the AP, like, AP everything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, his computer science class is nothing but coding. Yep. He's already going to be, like, he's going to be, at the end of his freshman year, he's going to be more talented in every way I always wanted to be talented. Yeah. And you and me both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have the old world skills. So yeah. it would be nice to have somebody in the house that can teach me how to program the VCR, I guess. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like programming a VCR. <laughs> 12, 12, 12, 12. Now, it, it's, it's really interesting. Like, I, I think our generations fight against it only because previous generations fought against us having any part of it. And at the time they had the right of it. Yeah. Like, you you could probably make the argument that in our generations, you weren't going to make a lot of money if you played video games, if you were online all the time. But, I don't know, I know you graduated a few years before I did, but by the time I went to high school, they were like, hey, there, there are two professions that are going to be easily hireable. Nursing, or anything healthcare, or technology. Yeah. And I went, fuck that theater. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, when you see that, it's like it, it, it kind of hits in a different way. It's like, yeah, and especially now, like healthcare is obviously a very serious thing, and there's a lot of – Oh, yeah. But I bet back in, like, 2000 or 2005 yeah. – People would have put their money on healthcare way before technology. Uh, I mean, like we just had dealt with the dot com bubble at that point in time. Yeah. So like that just popped in. That's fair. Like, well, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe it's not technology. When you had the weird sound like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you got dial up internet, but it, it's it's just really interesting Net to me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Mine always used to fail all the time. Oh yeah. It's like you didn't have a your internet connection yeah. isn't strong enough. Yeah. Like, your one megabit per second <laughs> internet connection isn't good enough. Yeah. No, but it's it really is insane to me when you think about it. Like, when you... Like, if you would have told anyone in 1992, there's going to be a person that wins a, a video game prize of $2.5 million. You would have had parents punching you in the face from here to Wyoming. Like, just waiting in line to knock you out to say that shit. And now it's like, no, no, that, that, that well, happened. I don't, I don't remember what year the movie The Wizard came out. but <laughs> the, Which one was The Wizard? Uh, Here, I can tell one. you. I'll look the, it up. The Wizard. It was a video game movie. It was the, like, the movie that showed everybody the secret of how to get the first whistle in Mario 3. Oh, shit. He had, go. like, the, the game glove. It was 1989. <laughs> there you go. Fourteen point three million. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Fred Savage? Uh-huh. It's Fred Savage. Yeah, that's awesome. And Christian it's the Power Glove. I don't remember if you remember what the Power Glove. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, the Power Glove that's was uh, was a game. It was a controller that had the buttons on like a glove, and your fingers like were inside of it, and so you could do things. Oh, the thick plastic thing. Yeah. Yes, I do yes. remember that. Yeah. Yep. That's a movie that had that in it too. So nice. It was. Uh, it was like Thanos before like CGI <laughs> was an actual thing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But yeah, that was. Oh my god. 
It was like a road trip movie <laughs> that was a video game movie, and it was just it was everybody's dream at the time, I guess. Yeah, well, kind of like war games. True story. Yeah. Like, and now it's kind of terrifying because you kind of can see war games being like an actual thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, do you mean that I accidentally logged into the government's database? Because that's apparently never happened before. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's that's never happened. No, 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 no not, not, not one time. We only had an entire election about people like getting into <laughs> shit like that. I I don't remember that time. Um, but I'm um, Ching. I think I've chosen to not remember that. <laughs> I think a lot of people have chosen to not remember that. <laughs> no, in my household, it's not it's not spoken about. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, because I like it sounds terrible, but when that was all happening, mm-hmm. I I was laughing hysterically. Oh yeah, <laughs> because because it was so ridiculous. It was like, dude, this like there were two people, and this is gonna sound terrible, and I'm not putting you in the situation i'm saying this this is all my opinion okay um i looked at it and was like the obvious candidate and i didn't vote for either of them like i voted for the libertarian that year and i eventually ran as a libertarian two years later but i looked at it and i was laughing because it's like the first lady of the united states of america from 92 to 2000 who eventually became a senator as a Democrat in the state of New York, which, yes, that's the way that you become a senator in the state of New York, is yeah. you're a Democrat, won that, lost to a first-term senator, and not like a first-term, like four years in, two years in, Yeah, was his secretary of state, didn't do anything until she decided to run again, and she lost to a reality TV star. And at some uh, point, you just have to kind of look at that and go, you know, maybe we can do better as a country. <laughs> that, like, I, I, the my biggest issue was, like, people that made comments about, like, well, you know, now women don't think that they can become president. It's like, of course you can. But we need to have a larger conversation right now. Yeah. It's like Hillary Clinton was terrifying to a lot of people. Donald Trump was hilarious to a lot of people. But the media vaulted him on a trajectory that could have only meant he's going to have a chance to win. Yeah. That's how he got so fucking popular. Well, yeah. And so when 2016 happened, I was sitting next to my wife in, uh, in our house, and she was not happy. And I get it. I get it. But I couldn't stop laughing because I just found the whole situation just hilarious. Oh, yeah. We're, we're definitely a, <laughs> like, this is like America's version of Bodie McBoatface in England. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it's like. Only they had Bodie McBoatface and we have the leader of the free world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Joke's on us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We lose. <laughs> we lose for sure. That's what I mean. We're going to lose no matter what. True uh, story. But. I like I was saying with Biden, and again, this is all me, not you, my opinion, not yours. I I think it's just fucking hysterical that that that's the guy that, that we chose to run against Trump. Like, I guess the, the best way that I can put it is if you've got a running back like Bo Jackson, 
who it doesn't matter who's up against him. All he's going to do is throttle him. Yeah. Like, he's going to go head down, shoulder pads down. He's going into you. It doesn't matter if it's the right move or not. He's going through you. Yeah. You have two choices. You can get a Ronnie Lott that'll play the same game and, like, you know, kind of get handled but then punch him in the face and bring him down. Yeah. Or you can get anyone else in the world and let them get fucking trucked by him. It's like you have two choices. Like, you can find somebody that is so perfect to go against him that they'll sink to his level. Yeah. And that's what I don't understand right now. That's what I really don't understand. It's like you have watched for four years this dude throttle everything, including his own party. Like, I'm not sticking up for Republicans. Like, they've been throttled, too. Well, yeah, nobody is safe right now. <laughs> no, but he is just his own political force. And rather than just be like, we need our own gut check person. Yeah. They're like, dude, can Joe Biden, like, kind of string a sentence together or two? Like, I don't know if we can. Well, he was he was with Obama, so it'll be fine. It's like, you're not going with Obama, dude. Obama could do, like, he could take care of this guy like crazy, but he's not doing it. It's not, it's not going to happen. No. But it's terrifying. Yeah. Kamala had a chance, but they went against each other in the primary yeah. in a really terrifying way. Yes. <laughs> and now they're together. Oh, my God. It's going to be entertaining. Like, without question, if you're a stand-up comic, if you're writing a, a dissertation for your doctorate, this is the time to live because there's going to be so much data about this election and the one before it. Like, oh, yeah. The Trump administration is going to give you more data than you could possibly ever break down. They're going to be writing about this shit for 50 years. Yeah. Like, this is, I don't know, it's, not gonna even, it's really not even going to surprise me if this year turns into essentially, like, the hanging Chad kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Where we have simultaneously two presidents for oh, yeah. a hot minute. Yeah. Until no, I wouldn't be surprised Until at all. it's uncontested. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it turns out. Because I don't good. think I don't think either one of them is going to say, "Yeah, I concede, I lost." No. Oh Unless God, no. Yeah. No. I think that's really what it is. Going to be who stands in the room and stares the longest. Yeah. Well, and that's a the one on thing. Adderall or the one on whatever it is Biden's on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ginkgo biloba. <laughs> I think that might be what he saw. Kombucha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> this is where we are. Like this is that's the worst part of this conversation is it's like are we going against a scholar or a warrior? Like <laughs> ah fucking neither. N- neither on either side. It's yeah, all like bad. The medicine man that laid down in the acid pit. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> on both sides. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Sometimes the magic works and sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, there are people that are so behind each candidate. And I mean, and to be fair, like there are definitely people that are behind each candidate that have their own reasons. Yeah. And that's great. Like if you believe in a candidate, fantastic. But I feel like there are a lot of people that are behind these candidates that are like, I'm behind this candidate because that guy sucks. And if that's the case, we're in a really fucked up spot. Oh, yeah. But I think that's where America's been since. I'm going to say World War Two. You think? Yeah. I think we've been on that path of being segregated on a political level. Like, you know, you're talking about Mm -hmm. the race riots, 60s, talk about 70s even. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, all of those things divided us and each political party ended up finding a faction of that. Yeah. To support mm -hmm. either behind closed doors or out in the open. Right. Uh, and then it's just kind of built into now we're just segregated just differently. Yeah. It's no longer black and white as much as it is red and blue. Right. Um, Which is kind of terrifying. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look back. Like we talked about it last time, I think. Mm -hmm. You look back at our political situation, and it doesn't look a whole lot different than all the other republics that have come before us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, they're not here anymore. No. You get too many people in a republic, it can't work anymore. No. Uh, yeah. Well, and have you seen, like, some of the people from L.A., like, like I follow Joe Rogan's podcast yeah. and all of his buddies that are literally leaving Los Angeles. Yeah. Because they're looking around and going, like, there are 20 million people in a county. One county holds six and a half to seven and a half percent of the voting population, and they don't have houses. Yeah. It's like, that's one county. We're in a situation right now where it's like, I don't, like, it's not that we don't have a situation that may or may not be sustainable. We're in a situation where if you just, like, threw yourself on the ground there and looked around, you're like, this is not good. Yeah. I mean, if I told you, the like, Cass County, that's where we are. Cass County all of a sudden has 20 million people. Yeah. No. Fuck that. No. <laughs> nope. No. No, I'm it's not, not going to work. Uh-uh. We got to get people out. No, we got to find places for other people to be. It's not going to happen. It's not going to work. Yeah, we can't. Well, I mean, we already are overloaded. I mean, like, yeah, New York City is what? Well, Manhattan's like, been nine million people for decades. Exactly, but I mean, like, New York City versus New York State. If you just take away New York City, New York City has a bigger population than the rest of the whole state. Oh, by like multiples. Exactly. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, electoral college says that they get X amount of. Yeah, well, it's like when you see the the picture of like the counties throughout the nation. Yeah, like how they voted, and it's all red, and then the city centers are blue. Yeah, it's and like, occasionally you have like a magenta one over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like well, there are like I would assume that one like that is like Columbia, Missouri. Yeah, or Springfield, Missouri. Like, oh, well, they're pretty progressive, but eh, kind of. They also have other people. Depends. They like their guns, but <laughs> also black people. Exactly. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. But you see that, and you're like, okay, that'll work. Uh, I should live there. Plus, they have Shakespeare's, which you're not going to go wrong there. No. But, yeah. Shakespeare. I, oh, my God. We, my parents and I went there. My wife and I bought, like, a bunch of gift cards mm -hmm. in Columbia for, for my mom's birthday a couple of years ago. And she turned 60 a couple of weeks back. And so we went and just used all the gift cards and took her to all the right places and everything. And she loved it. And it was only a little strange because of COVID. Oh, yeah. Like, for the most part, like, again, like, we're talking about magenta. Yeah. <laughs> because most part in Colombia, they were like, can you, like, at least have, a, like, a mask in your pocket or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we can wear it. It's in like it just that, in case the health guy yeah, shows just, up. Yeah, just in case please. the health company or the the health code, the health guys come over and ask us if you're wearing them. It's like I got it right here. It's fine, but it was kind of like it's a proximity thing. Like as long it, as you're within six feet of a mask, 
it's helping. It, you're better. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're passing them on the street. Then well, I mean, we're better. here in Cass County who did nothing. Nothing. <laughs> not a damn thing. <laughs> no, I remember. So, like, we live in Jackson. You live in Jackson County, too, right? Yeah. So, we live in Jackson County, but we're, like, on the edge. And it cracked me up because there's a, there's a great restaurant. And I'll call it this only because, like, I think they're amazing, but it's called Wally's, like, at 150 in Ward Road. Yeah. And they have amazing food. And there was a day that I was driving home, and, dude, it was one of those days after, like, four months of eating everything that I had already eaten that I was like, I need I need something that somebody else cooked. Like, I just need, <laughs> I just need some food that somebody else cooked. I can't do this anymore. And I pulled in, and I put my mask on, and I looked at their policy, and they had it on the on the uh, door, the entry door, and it was like, you seat, we have to seat you, and it's like, okay, so you, you can sit at the bar area, or you can sit over here. And I was like, I'll just sit at the bar. They had like three stools on this massive bar. They oh, were yeah. doing a great job at social distancing. I was very happy. So I got to the bar. The rule was, when you're sitting down, you take the mask off. Yeah. If you need to pee do anything else, leave, whatever. You put the mask back on, you do that, you come back, take the mask off. It wasn't a big deal. It's like, yeah. sh- 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 done. And I got the best, like, salmon and green beans and potatoes. <laughs> I was just in heaven, man. But I started talking to the bartender because I sat at the bar, and she was telling me that these guys came in, and they were painters. And they just started yelling basically at the staff because they came in without masks and they were like oh so you're not going to let us come in I was like no you can come in you just need to wear a mask and all you have to do is wear it until you get to a table yeah and they were like that's ridiculous and started just screaming at the wait staff like it's their problem they were finally like you gotta go you just gotta go those three guys ended up saying that they were veterans and if that's the case then they can F off yeah. for acting like that it's like they said that they were veterans. They said that they, you know, were mistreated. And this restaurant's like, dude, we'll post the video. Like, we can show that you guys were the aggressors. But then they started, like, calling them and just keeping them on the phone, like keeping their lines open so that they couldn't take other customer orders and just acting like complete dicks. It's like, dude, you know, I, whatever your stance is, whatever it is, yeah. if you think this is a hoax – to if you think this is the worst pandemic in the history of mankind, whatever you are from those two or between. What does can, a mask hurt? What does a mask hurt? <laughs> and this is a small business. Yeah. Like, I bet you go online and talk about how small businesses are the backbone of the economy, and yet you act like that towards them. Exactly. Which they have no control over. It's just like, you motherfuckers yeah. suck. That pissed me off. It's like, for all the... I mean, just being honest, like from normally people on the right are go small business, go individual rights. That's kind of their side. And people on the left are go like social justice, go, you know, um, government programs, that kind of thing. And I mean that in the most positive way, not a negative. But to hear people that went against the mask order hate on small business was one of those things that's like, Dude, I bet if I called you a Democrat, you'd be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, I think the whole COVID thing in general has been, like, really weird to see how we've split as a country even down that line. Yeah. Um, 
like those guys aren't uncommon like i know people that work in the service industry people get real pissy about that yeah Uh, like the climbing gym i frequent you have to wear a mask even when you're on the wall like that's just the rules that's what they said that they could do that's what they could do yep and there's people that go in there and like they'll wear a mask and as soon as they don't see that there's not an employee within sight never mind that there's cameras yeah they go bring it down and the other day I was there and there was only there was like just this one guy that would not do it like the employees were going over there all the time dude put your mask on no over the nose okay and then like come back and they had to like treat him like a child and all the while I could see the staff was just like I just want to kick him out like I don't want to deal with this guy anymore what's uh, really a mask is not that big of a deal it's not it's not at all. And, like, I I get it. Like, I have – so if you put your hands up in front of my nostrils, yeah, one would go normal and the other, like, goes that way. Like, yeah. I don't have – like, this doesn't work very well. Yeah. I've got allergies like crazy. Everything is insane. But at the same time, if I held a stick of dynamite, I wouldn't light it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's like – I, I ju- I'm just going to keep it on. Yeah. It's going to be fine. And as soon as we have the cases under control and it makes sense, we're good. Yeah. And I do get like, and I will fully admit, <laughs> I do get a little tinfoil hat every once in a while. And the, You? Never. I know, right? <laughs> but no, I get a little tinfoil hat every once in a while because I'm like, dude, if Joe Biden gets elected and all of a sudden, like, a month in, this isn't a big deal anymore, I'm going to be like, okay, now we have to ask some questions. Yeah. It's like, and everybody that I say that to has the exact same response as you. Like, oh, yeah. Like, if all of a sudden it's not a big deal, yeah, we have to have that conversation. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's not a big deal and there hasn't been, like, the vaccine is done. Yeah. And I will also be concerned about that. It's like, did he get elected? Like, November 10th, they're like, we just happened to find this, and it was under Joe Biden's pillow. I'm going to be like, I've got a lot of questions right now. We have some things we need to talk about. You had it the whole time, didn't you? You had it the whole time. You had it before it even <laughs> And I know that. And I totally know that's tinfoil hat. What do you mean? What do you mean you put the bat in Wuhan? <laughs> <laughs> Christian Bale's over there like, I had nothing to do with this. It's just That's the bat. Um, here you go. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's great. It wasn't raw. Just eat it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's good. Goodbye. But no, like that's that's my one tinfoil hat thing, yeah. and it has nothing to do with like me not thinking that this is important. I absolutely think that this is a very important thing. My tinfoil hat part is how it's covered. Oh yeah, well, I mean, it's all scare tactics. We've been in a fear-based, fear-based news cycle since nine eleven. Yeah, like you can it, the way media is covered in general. Like, uh, literally, you can go to even Fox News. And watch all Fox News from like 1998 to 2001. Yep. And then it is a complete flip of how they were. Yeah. Like I think there's like two news shows that I know of at all that mm-hmm. didn't change over that period of time, and that was like 2020. Yep. <laughs> and Dateline, <laughs> News Hour, Neil's yeah. Neil and McLaren on PBS. <laughs> Those old guys just kept on trucking. Yeah. But that's it. Everything else shifted to. 24-7 news cycle. 24, well, yes, but also fear-based. Like, mm-hmm. there's even articles that are positive things. Like, uh, I think since the last time I was on here, mm-hmm. um, me and my friend Dustin Blakeman 
did a thing called Only Happy News. We just threw it together. Yeah, it I was like a silly little thing. No. But all we did was just only happy news. But it was really hard for us to find articles because <laughs> even the good news has, like, <laughs> clickbait title. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, uh, you can't find the good news in the world, which is... And like it was like pulling teeth. We had to like go on places like Fark and Reddit and all that and be like, "Good news articles?" Question mark. Good. <laughs> yeah. And then thumb through that. But even still, it's like man gets man, man gets plate and head after injury, and you get to it, and it's like actually this is what really happened. Yeah. Is he figured out that he had brain cancer all on his own without the hospital, and everything's yep. great, and this guy's a super genius. Yeah. Type it's like thing. dog kills man. Read the article. What's it say? It's, uh, yeah. Dog kills man that was a pedophile. There we go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're good. good we're, we got good news. We're good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because, like, uh, and while we were doing this, we even came up with the thought of, like, you know, there is no good news without bad news. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> that sounds like you were high as hell. No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We I know you that. weren't, but it does sound like, uh, dude, what if there's no good news without well, bad news? Well, there isn't. <laughs> there isn't. Like, everything we found, it was just like, this person overcame cancer. This person... Had cancer. Had ca- Like, this yeah. person had cancer. At one point in time, their day was real bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I didn't look at. You know what I mean? And then... It was like a really bad day, and then oh, your cancer's cured. Yeah, really then, good day. Yeah, and then three years later, it was like you had a great day. It's like, bitch, do you want to talk about all the other ones? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about the last three years? But like, ah, well, we want to talk about those. But like, we even found one about like bees that like was happy. Like, oh, the Bavarian bees are like, are like coming back or whatever yeah. it is like that. But, but unfortunately, we keep shipping them back. to California, and they keep dying. Yeah, but they were coming back, which means they had gone. <laughs> which was bad news. <laughs> Everything. Like, it didn't matter. It was like it was. every single time an economic, like a, a, an economist comes out and says like, well, we recovered by 30% this week. It's like, what happened last week? Oh, I want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we, I we, said we recovered. Yeah. We went down by 300% last week. So we've recovered 7.2%. We're yeah. good. Don't worry about it. Just, just don't talk. We're fine. <laughs> Shh. They just start petting your head. Yeah, exactly. Like, You're a good boy. You're a good boy. I know. I know. Yeah. Dude. Who's I a good America? <laughs> Wave the flag. No, I feel like that's pretty much everything going on right now. Uh, uh, like on every side. Every time I hear somebody that attacks one side over the other, it's like, could you just look at yours? Really? Mm-hmm. Like, ju- just look at your side. Yeah. No. Like there's a there was a video. Are you uh, have you looked at TikTok at all? Are you on that? A little bit. It's scary. <laughs> it is I'm, scary. I'm, I'll be honest. No, it's, it's not that it's scary. It's just like <laughs> I know it's a rabbit hole that I. Can oh, hundred percent. Yeah. It's so. so easy. It's fifteen seconds, and you flick up the next video, and then all of a sudden, like you're you know three hours three, yeah. trying to figure out where your grandkids are. No, it's terrifying. Or how you even had grandkids. Exactly. <laughs> But I, I I'm on it and um, I I'm I'm just amazed at I'm really amazed at the diversity of thought. Like I'll just start there. Like I'm an, I'm amazed at the diversity of 
the people that are on that platform and however that algorithm is programmed is insane. Yeah. Because like if I watch, I can tell like if I watch one video and I've done this, it's like, okay, I'm going to watch this video a couple of times. It's eight seconds long. I'm yeah. just going to see. And all of a sudden they notice shift the demographic to that side. Yeah. And then I'll start seeing like super right videos and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to look at that person. And then I'll get a lot of those videos, but yeah. only after I get here and here. Yeah. And it's really strange. Like, it's strange to be a part of that phenomena. Well, I was noticing that back when Pandora was new. I was like, oh, if I like this song. Uh-huh. And then it'll play these songs. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I had gotten to the point to where I trained one Pandora station that it would play everything from Bach to Eminem. Oh, God. <laughs> That's awesome. But, like, it would just play through whatever. Mm-hmm. But it would never play anything I didn't like, ever. I, wow. Um, <laughs> That's was, so smart, though. Like yeah. that—that's somebody that knows what they're talking about handling yeah. that. Yeah, no, but I, like that's also me, like up all hours of the night listening to music, writing on my computer, and going, "No, I don't like that song. <laughs> no, nope, I don't like that. No, I like that." No, that's smart. I think that's awesome uh, because it's like, okay, what? What? It took you one night. Uh, well, I mean, we're talking. It took me years to get it to okay. where it was. <laughs> I and thought then, you were like, one night, like, I got this shit figured out. Yeah. All of a sudden, I've got all the music for the rest of my and life. Then I changed care. my password once, and I cannot ever get it back. Yep. And so it's gone. Yeah. Um, That's the worst ever. But so, yeah, I moved on to Spotify now. So Spotify, I've curated to just be like, I did do just one night of Spotify when, like, I like these bands. Yep. I like this, 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 this. Yeah. Done. But it's the same thing. Like, uh, if I'll even, like, Google search any one little thing like yep. you know i don't know like hardwood floors all of a sudden on facebook or twitter or anything else that has an ad hardwood floor mm-hmm. i'm menards go yep. down the street today yep so like <laughs> no all you have to do is talk about it yeah you don't have to look it up that's the most terrifying oh, thing yeah. in the world you hear that wiretap okay um, yeah well, it's like we have a facebook portal in our house we have amazon alexa and it's great to be like amazon alexa make me coffee and like the coffee that I made the night before it gets done I walk down I got coffee ready it's fantastic it makes life convenient as can be but the other day my wife and I were like what do you think about getting a new SUV like you've had this thing for about five six years I didn't type this into Google she didn't type it into Google I could show you all of our search history nothing all of a sudden my Facebook feed which again I deleted the app but when I go on the computer and I look at my Facebook feed, it's like, hey, do you like the Hyundai Genesis? Like, do you like the Genesis SUV? It's coming out in uh, in January. <laughs> Are you gonna like it? Do you like it? Do you enjoy it? Do you want to pre-order yeah. it? Are you sure? It's like, yeah, dude, I didn't even fucking look you up, and yeah. now I'm you're proving to me that you're you're listening. Yeah, Alexa. Well, and then there's the opposite side of it, which is, you know, whatever that is on Facebook. The what is it? Wish. Oh, yeah. That's the exact opposite of what I'm looking for (laughs) every time. Yeah. There's a lot of times that I want to admit that it's the opposite of what I'm looking for, and there are a lot of times where Wish gets me like crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that's just kind of like you throw it at the wall and whatever sticks. Yeah. There was a a day that I I screenshotted it and sent it to my wife, which probably wasn't my smartest idea, but I thought (laughs) it was so hysterical because I looked like I was scrolling through and – I came across something. Again, it's not helping me that that's in the background. But I came across something, and it was these like the, these pendants that were the original 
um, stones in Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. Thought it was awesome. Right next to it was women's leather lingerie. And like an idiot, I screenshot it to her and was like, this thing has no idea. And she was like, that's hysterical. And I was like, she's saying it's hysterical because she knows for a fact that that's probably what I'm thinking all the time. <laughs> Those two like, things. Just, just Zelda and leather lingerie. It's fine. No yeah. worries. But no, that was like literally what it was. I prefer Lacey, but... Yeah, and but like if you swiped at. right and it was like anything Game of Thrones, it would have been like, Jesus Christ, okay, so this app has me like crazy. Yeah. But they, I mean, in fairness to them, fucking nail the algorithm. Well, a little bit, but like sometimes. But also sometimes it's like, here's this 18-inch dildo. Oh, like that. Shows so up you've been my... looking up the. <laughs> I haven't been. I haven't been talking about it. I haven't, been, I haven't thought about it since college. On your feed tomorrow, it was, yeah. it's just going to be all eighteen-inch. It's dildos. probably already there. <laughs> I can look right now. <laughs> it's just uh, like just sometimes, and like I have kids, and sometimes they like look over my shoulder at my Facebook feed. Oh yeah, I have, to, al- I have to. They're hold. not. Yeah. They're not yep. allowed to look at my Facebook. Yep. Uh, or have Facebook yet. Yep. So. Which they, is smart. Yeah. I'm halfway tempted to just be like, you can't have Facebook until you're paying your own bills. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to pay your bills until you're 30. Yeah. Only because you shouldn't be on Facebook. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'll eat that for both of us. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a terrifying world, man. It like, is. it really is a terrifying world. Well, when you really think about what's going on, like, if... If the walls, like, literally, if the walls are listening to you... All the time. All the time. What's that mean for your interactions with your kids? Yeah. What's that mean for your interactions with your significant other? Well, I mean, think about this. Like, it literally gives... Anytime you take a picture with your Google, Android, or whatever, if you haven't gone through and turned things off, it puts, like, an exact GPS location oh, yeah. on something. So, And then yeah. you post that onto the internet. Somebody else is smart enough to get in there and find that code. Mm-hmm. They, they know where you are. They know exactly your pinpoint position. Like, they know you're in the family room yep. with little Jimmy. Yep. Um, yeah, so. no, it's terrifying. It's freaky. <laughs> like, when you go on there, one of my – so, <laughs> go, go, reversing just a bit right. to TikTok, there was somebody that posted this 15-second TikTok thing that was a guy – it was like, hey, did you know that we can, like – that you can see where uh, – like where your most prominent locations are, like where you are the most. And the girl was like, yeah, I, no, I didn't. I didn't know that at all. The guy was like, yeah, let me see your phone. It's like face ID. And then he starts going through it. And the whole joke was like his buddy's house was one of her most prominent locations. And he freaks out and they have like this whole argument and everything. And I started busting up laughing. Yeah. But he showed how to get to that. So I looked it up and it was like, one, I'm the most boring motherfucker in the entire world. Mine was like, so here's the gas station, and here's your house, and here's your office, here's your kid's daycare, and that's pretty much your life. See, Kill yourself. <laughs> I, 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 too, have looked at that online, yeah. and uh, I had it, like, do the path yeah. version of it, pull it up, and I'm, uh, I, I get bored at night, so I go driving. So I, like, hit back road after back road oh, yeah. after back yeah. road. Yeah. Um, I even found, like, an old highway that used to go from, like, Canada to, like, Louisiana. Holy through, shit. And, like, we, I picked up on it on, like, in Harrisonville. We were on, like, a two-lane highway for a little while, and then all of a sudden it 
like it just went from two lane highway 55 miles an hour to dirt road and no side as fast as you could go yeah <laughs> like and like, that might be 15 yeah <laughs> like we hit there and i was like oh and i bottomed out okay that's great. awesome um but i do a lot of like silly driving like that finding old back roads and things yeah so like mine looks like like <laughs> I don't know. Like, it I, looks like we, an old alcoholic's leg. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like. I mean, it looks like you gave like a two-year-old a crown and said, "Like, all right, draw me a map." <laughs> okay, here it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but like Google doesn't know what to do with me most of the time because I like to type in directions and it's like I think you already know how to get here, Greg. Like, no, I don't. You tell me. Yeah, I was drunk like, last time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink and drive. I know you don't. Anymore. Anymore. <laughs> uh, no, it's 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 a really strange thing. Like, and again, it plays into everything else that we've been talking about. But like, when I saw that, and then I looked it up, it's like I I don't know how I feel about this because here's the cool thing. There are there have been a couple of times where I will literally look at my phone and we have rental property all over the place mm-hmm. and like I end up in just crazy places looking at houses. Yeah. And there have been times where I'm like, I don't even know where the fuck I am. And I'll look at my phone and my phone will literally be like, Twenty one minutes to home via this route. Like Alright, well that's kinda cool. Yeah. I just hit one button and it's like, go this way. Yay, yeah, it takes over for you. Yeah, it I takes over for out. me. It it gives me the stupid button. Yeah. Because I like I'm good at like seeing the geographic area of our city. Yeah. Like I know it very well. But if I can hit a button, it recognizes my face and then it tells me where to go home. It's like, well, okay. Like yeah. I I'm not I'm not doing anything too terrible in, in my life. So if it can do that, I'm good. Yeah. But then there are times where you're like, dude, like, maybe don't store where I went today. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't store where I went today or don't, like, I don't know. I, sometimes I feel like it's trying to boss me around. It's like, oh, typically you go home at four. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so today it, no, it pissed you today off. I'm going to drive 45 minutes out of the way <laughs> just because you said that. <laughs> Siri, I'm yeah. a child of the 90s. You exactly. can't do this to me. Yeah. Fuck you. <sighs> Well, I say that constantly. I mean, even like the last podcast I had here with with Lori Worth, we were talking about this and was like, dude, if you were born, I mean, you're a child of the the 90s. I'm a child of the 90s. And we had a bit in the of the 2000s that we grew up in, too. Can you imagine if you had like a camera phone uh. and Instagram? An instant uploadability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do. I also know that I'd never have a job. Nope, nope, not ever again. No, I'd just be like, I just need to look up Gregory. Nope, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, maybe the same thing for Alex. Uh, I'll be I'll, like, Alex, and I, fuck I, that I, guy. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that like it was dangerous enough to have angel fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I built my first site on angel fire. I know. So did I. In and it had grade. everything about every girl I ever liked on it. Oh my god! It was yeah. my. It was I like. It was my blog. Thing. Oh yeah. Like I would go in there. I literally kept that up for like five years, and then I was like, probably I, a bad idea. Yeah, I was like a senior in college, and I was like, I wonder if that's still active. And I was like, oh crap! 
Delete, one. delete, delete, yeah. delete. <laughs> I was like, I have lost my password. Uh-huh. Delete account. Yep. All right. Cool. Nobody needs to know. I don't know the difference between weather as in what's in the sky and whether or not you should do something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, well, I had. Also, I loved you, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had Zanga. Do you remember Zanga? I had a Zanga. Yeah. Had a Zanga. I had a Zanga, too. Dude, it was it was fucking crazy. Like, I, I tell the story all the time. I told my wife this, and she probably doesn't remember because it was probably 12 years ago when we talked about this but i've told several people it's like i'm friends with the guy that did this on facebook now but zanga was a thing mm-hmm. and my girlfriend had one and so of course like when your girlfriend has one you have to have one and uh i wrote whatever dumb shit a 16 year old or 17 year old writes on their online blog but there was this guy that I had dated the girl that he was dating for a while. And he made up this like whole Zanga thing that was like, Xander is gay because I had a friend that called me Xander. So online, that's what I called myself. Yeah. And it was like, if it happened now, it'd be like, hashtag me too. Like it was rough to see what he wrote. And I didn't know how to handle it so i went to our counselor at the school and i was like look um normally i can handle situations yeah this one's kind of getting out of my control (laughs) i don't really know what to do and so then they started writing about the fact that i went to the counselor was like counselor bitch dude seriously why did you tell them what i did you've got to handle that right yeah but i had people going after me in high school for that reason, yeah. on an online blog, it's like, I got it. I was, dude, yeah. now it's it's so much crazier. Oh, yeah. And I, I see, like, I graduated in 2000, so, like, yeah. I was out. Yeah. I didn't have to deal with that. So. Well, I think I, I like, I don't want to claim, like, I was the first, but it was like, I must have been one of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 2005. Well, I mean, think about it. You're not too far off of the Larry Project at that point. Nope. I mean. Yeah. And where we went to high school, I mean, had that been not back exactly when I was blue. in high school, it yeah. would have been the Larry Project. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. having to, like, yell at people, like, being in musical theater because I was, like, I was a tiny bitch back in the day. Like, I wasn't intimidating anybody. Hashtag me too. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, I had to go up to people I because. I had to grow into this. What's that? I had to grow into this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we had like there was a there was a girl that was a a lesbian as a freshman, and she had like one part of her hair that was blonde and one part of her hair that was uh, brunette. Yeah, and she would you know openly walk down the hallway with other girls. Yeah, hand in hand, and there were people like right outside of the theater, which is where I always was, that would fucking say shit to her. And I remember having to go up to a couple of people, and like I would never make it a big public issue, but I definitely like shoulder them, just be like, don't. What what are you doing? Where were man? you when I was in high school? Because <laughs> <laughs> I needed a friend that would come back behind me. Because oh. like I was on the swim team, no. I was the mascot. Oh, that's I right, was, you're Chewy. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, and I was a theater kid. Yep. So like, there's literally people that I think that the only interaction I had with them all the way through high school was them calling me gay. Seriously? Yeah. Even if I was like walking down the hallway with a girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Like, 
Oh, Greg's gay. <laughs> Everybody laughed. Yeah. Well, I had some of those so. guys. I mean, when you get around it, I think the positive that I had was that I had several people that I'd played baseball with them. Well, yeah. I had my buddy John Pearson, who was one of the offensive linemen, yeah. was not somebody that you'd want to fuck with. Yeah. And he always. Like, oh, you had friends. See, I, I didn't. <laughs> well, I no. Here's the thing. I did have friends, but I was also a loner. Yeah. Like I. I think as many friends as I had, like they had more friends than I ever fucking did. Oh yeah. So and I was okay. Like I to this day, my wife always makes fun of me because she'd be like, "Oh, do you wanna like do you wanna be alone? Do you wanna be by yourself? Because you hate people." <laughs> like, hey, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's who I was. I mean, I, I enjoyed the company of other people, but I just I didn't, I never sought it out. I just had a couple of pretty close friends. Yeah. But in that particular situation, what frustrated me was like, dude, you're like two hundred pounds in high school, and you're calling this little girl who's a freshman worse names than you would ever call anybody else like yeah. you have a sister imagine if that's your sister dude yeah like would you ever call your sister that or would you ever stand for it yeah like no no but also my sister never be a lesbian yeah my sister never be with chicks it's like oh okay so let's reverse this so when your sister's fucking a dude <laughs> are you okay with that it's like well well um who would you rather it be yeah like, <laughs> what, what do you think where are we? What are we doing here? Yeah. We good? It was bad. Yeah. It was bad back in the day. Like, Dude, I mean, my brother graduated in 94. I mean, yeah. my brother's a pretty, pretty tolerant dude. Some of his friends weren't. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, like, yeah, I, I had, I graduated in 2000, and I had friends that I was like, as soon as I was out of high school, I was like, oh, I have a choice. <laughs> uh, and it was not like a choice of like whether or not I'm going to be a friend. It's like I might have a lifestyle choice. Like yeah, yeah. Like depending upon the friendship path I decided to go on. Yeah. And instead, I pushed everybody away and ran. Yeah. Um, well, it, it's it's so, a weird situation when you're in that situation. Yeah. Like when I when I was in community college, I had pretty much everybody go against me, and, and it was kind of like I, I'm I'm dealing with a lot of stuff. And I can try to make amends, or I can just get the f out of here. Well, that's how my choice is get the f out. Yeah, that was how community college was for me too. Like yeah. I had friends going in, and then by the end of community college, it was like, oh, so you all you got know, better things to do. Cool, you all want to hang out, just not with me. All yep. right, I understand. Sweet, it's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go to this other school. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna handle things the way I'm gonna handle things. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't need you. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't anything like I did or anything, I don't think. Like, looking back on it. like Mine at the was. time. <laughs> well, yeah, but, like, at the time for me, I can I know that at the time I made it become very introverted about yeah. it. Like I, like, I was like, oh, it's all my fault. Yeah. Now that I'm, you know, a full-on adult, I can look on it and be like, oh, I see what happened. No, I was okay. an idiot kid. Yeah, I was an idiot. Yeah. And, you know, and also, like, everything happened at that time. Yeah. Like, but that's was, that's the time that it happens to everybody too. Well, yeah. Also, I mean, we already talked about the shift, the paradigm shift in America in general at that mm -hmm. time. We're talking two thousand and one. Yeah. Like I was in Shakespeare class when nine eleven happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I can remember, like literally, went King Henry V on a big screen, and then they were like, "Hold on, we got to change it to the news." Click. Boom. <laughs> and it's just like, oh crap. Yeah. So like. And now everything is <laughs> dead. Yeah, and then everything. Yeah. Everything yeah. changed. Exactly. 
Like, Hydron Collider, I think, is what is to blame. Like, we broke barriers yeah. we weren't supposed yeah. to break. We created a black hole. We all got sucked into it. And now we have to deal with this bullshit that we're dealing with right now. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you literally had somebody from the future that was like, that's exactly what happened, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, <laughs> we, what, what, we created something that can create tiny black holes? Yeah, yeah. that, that uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, right. okay. Awesome. Yeah, our, our current what are we reality gonna, got What are we going to do with the tiny black hole, though? Like, what do we do with it after it's there? Yeah, we uh we we just wait for it to die. What if it doesn't die? Uh well, we haven't thought that far. You see yeah. what happened with. Have you heard Joe Rogan's bit about that? Yeah. Oh my god, where it's just like and I my theory is that every 14 billion years somebody hits that just one millisecond faster. It's like Fuck it, I'll push it, and then everything starts over. Yeah, yeah. And if you told me that that was the truth, I would believe. That's what you. I thought Lost was doing, honestly. Dude, Lost was the best name of that show because have you ever like listened to the people that started that? Yeah, I don't know if you. JJ Abrams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a genius. Can't, yeah, he can't end anything. No, he, he can't can, end anything. He can start everything, but he can't end it. No, he can't end it. But like the whole. Like I watched a documentary, like not a documentary. I watched a behind the scenes on this, and the whole point of that show was they had a filler between whatever it was that ended, and I can't remember what show it was. And there was one that they were trying to make be their show, and they were like, "JJ, can you give us like a couple of months of filler before this show happens?" Yeah, and he was like, "What do you want me to do? Like make?" Like an airplane fall out of the sky, and then like a, like yeah. alligators or dinosaurs eat people out of a plane. Yeah, I'm like fuck yeah, dude, let's make it happen. <laughs> and that's what he did. And if you watch the first episode, it's so obvious they had no idea what they were fucking doing. Oh no, it was like they're waiting for this thing to crash, and all of a sudden people are like, well, like what kind of dinosaurs? It's like, bitch, they're on a deserted island getting there's, attacked by dinosaurs. Yeah. And then it wasn't even dinosaurs. No, it wasn't dinosaurs. Then it became all of this other stuff that made no sense. Yeah. But they just kept adding shit. And you know he's going like, there's no way people are going to believe this. Yeah, right? he got to like season three and he was like, so I've made um, enough money. Yeah. Can you, can you guys finish can it? Can you guys take this over? This is, here, this what, is my thought on the last episode. Yeah, what What if the mob happened here? Like, what, can, is Tony Soprano still, no, fuck, okay, well, <laughs> shit. Yeah. No, I mean that was the entire point of the show was like all it was was filler. That's all it was supposed to be. Just <laughs> they you know, one like, of the most successful shows in history. That well, had no every, plot ever. Well, that's how everything works in the real and like in celebrity world. That's how they can all be like, I tried it my hardest. I moved to LA with a sweater and twenty five dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the mm -hmm. Marlon Brando thing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had well, that. Was Paul Newman that did that. Yeah. Um, and Marlon Brando was like, what if I do that exact same thing, but with a white T-shirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like those guys that they say like, oh, I was trying that. But really what happened was is they went out after their dream and went, oh, crap, and served tables until they are in the right place at the right time. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, think uh, about like Harrison Ford with Star Wars. Well, yeah, he walked in. He was like, I just got to fix the door. And they're like, no, you want to. No, George Lucas wanted him for the role originally. He, I can't remember what it was that he tried out for, but he was like, dude, you have to be Han Solo. And he was like, man, I'm going to be a carpenter. It's way better money. And George Lucas is like, hey, uh, can you come redo this room? that I have and it just might be the same room that I'm going to be interviewing people yeah. on 
and they're reading for Han Solo, and he chose the worst actors in Hollywood to read for that fucking role. Yeah. He was like, are you off the street? Fantastic. Come on and read for Han Solo in front of Harrison Ford. And he did that, and all of a sudden Harrison Ford is like, dude, who the fuck are you bringing in? And he's like, this is how you read for it. And he was like, ah, I got you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to have friends, though. Fuck yeah. But. Well, and, and people that understand your talent. I mean, yeah. no matter what situation you've been around, how many times have you like just gone up to one of your friends and been like, dude, you're not doing the right thing? Yeah. Well, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're, you're fucking shit up. Like, what, what are you thinking doing this? And that could be any situation. It could be, it could be what they're doing in their career. It could be who they're dating. It could be if they're you know, interacting way too much with drugs. It could be all sorts of things. But how many times do you go up to somebody on what feels like a day-to-day basis and you just say, like, hey, dude, you, you need to wake the fuck up and smell the coffee. Yeah. Like, come on. You're not doing the right thing and you know it. Yeah. I think it happens a lot more often than people give it credit for, and it means the world to some people, man. Well, yeah, and especially if it's in a positive way, like in the case of, like, Harrison Ford. You know what I mean? You mean like, saying wake the fuck up isn't the best way to handle Well, no, but, like, <laughs> no, no, no. What I mean is, like, it was still Lucas was saying, no, wake the fuck up. Mm. But he was doing it in a I'm going to support you yeah. in what I know you're supposed to be doing kind yeah. of way. As opposed to literally just like sitting down and like, okay, so this intervention today <laughs> is because you have you need to be on solo, yeah, and your friend needs to be a giant teddy bear, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, like uh, in the day to day sense, like what you were talking about, yeah, like, there's a lot of people that do that. I've found myself, especially in the field that I'm in now, in the education system, yeah. like I can see, like, oh. You're spreading rumors that you don't need to be spreading, kid, and yeah. you're only doing it because you're getting attention. Yeah. You know, that kind of a situation. Yeah. Uh, I, I've had to deal with that a se- several times, not only when I was in high school, but now that I'm in a different high school as a, an instructor. Yeah. Uh, so it's... How fun for you. Oh, yeah. It's a great time. Yeah. High schoolers are, by and large, the most forgiving people that you could ever meet. <laughs> Honestly, they're almost like ha- like having had little children. Some of them are like little children because you can be like, and I'm gone. <laughs> Here I am. Uh-huh. And then, you know, it's like, oh, I'm just playing on your bipolar. Okay. Great. Um, <laughs> Thanks for that. What I was really looking forward right. to was you yeah. playing on that. Yeah. No, but like that's what they do. Sometimes I'll have a kid like in two back-to-back classes. Mm-hmm. And in one class, he's like, absolutely trashed like not a you not good for being around humans oh good and then the next class period solid as a rock solid as a rock super super like charming smart does all the right things yeah and then like and then the moment he steps out of the classroom again he's like back to being like down on himself and piece of trash and blah 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 blah. like like dude you gotta find that Pick one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's crazy because, like, you think about the just the straight-up hormonal issues that kids at that age are going through. Especially nowadays, though. Because oh think about God. it. Nobody – think about it. Like, our parents probably – I know my mom cooked all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, there was Mine always a home-cooked Yeah. And it wasn't ever uh, – occasionally it was hamburger helper, but 90% of the time it was a, re- a real meal. A real meal. Yeah, that's how mine was, too. Exactly. But, like, in the district I work in – which is lower income, 
like some of those kids have jobs just so that there can be food on the table mm-hmm. at home yeah because mom and dad can barely make no matter rent. where it came from yeah yeah that you know even though mom and dad can't make rent so like that's that's what they work on and that's mm-hmm. what they deal with so they're people's diets in general uh, yeah. for the younger kids it's like if it's not sour patch kids and ramen which sounds amazing but only because yeah. <laughs> i don't have to eat it all the time exactly yeah like i, I remember college that was great of course yeah. yeah but but if you're trying to like develop your mind if you're trying to exactly. develop your frontal cortex like you you need you more be putting, you yeah. need more than sodium in your body yeah yeah and none of them are <sighs> You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally and know. It's not their fault. It's the situation because food in general has become it's too shit. Expen- it's shit. Yeah, but it's too expensive to go to, you know, like hit to go to four different grocery stores because yeah, they this one has better apples and this you know yeah or this one has produce and this one has the actual good stuff for you that's not in produce. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about the idea of like you are what you eat. Exactly. It's like it's a hundred percent true. Like, it might sound ridiculous. It might sound corny, but it's 100% true. You are what you eat. Mm-hmm. Like, if you eat absolute shit, that's what your body is creating exactly. from. And if you have good lean meat, if you have good produce, if you had good, like, fruits and veggies, if you're able to get vitamins and stuff like that, yeah. that's what your body's feeding on. Now, take that times a million when you're growing several inches per year and then by 10 million when you're introducing puberty and now all of these new systems are coming in exactly like it's insane i totally agree like that's that's one of the most depressing things in the world is when you look at like okay well what can a poor person afford it's like not a lot nope a little ramen maybe a potato yeah and uh what what shitty meat is available on the shelf there yeah like what's on that it sucks um it's awesome there's no reason for it honestly uh but that's that's a whole nother like we should just sit talking another time we're going to talk about like wage gap and i'm willing to talk about it i mean and not just that but like the the whole just the whole situation with american food like you go anywhere else in the world it doesn't look like this nope and you look at like factory farming anybody who looks at factory farming and really wants to get like i'm a meat eater like i i'm not a vegan i'm not a vegetarian anything like that um, if I was going to do anything, I'd be vegetarian because fuck you, I like eggs. Yeah. <laughs> but I get like the arguments for that because it's an issue with cruelty, right? Yeah. But I also look at it and it's like there's a reason that our brains have developed have to de- eat that. Exactly. Yeah, like, like, uh, yeah I can eat a bale of hay and not get as many calories as this one eight-ounce steak. Exactly. That's the reason we're able to be the way that we are. Exactly. But, well, that's also why we have the different types of teeth we're supposed to eat yeah both yep <laughs> exactly yeah we're like, omnivores anybody who says that we're not is ridiculous yeah no. yeah you have canines yeah like we're exactly omnivores. yeah we tore into shit yeah like they might not be as developed as they used to be but yeah. we tore into some shit yeah but we didn't ever attack with our faces no we didn't need canines like that no well and but, like maybe at some point we had to fight things off. Yeah. And then we were like, dude, if you take this stick and put a string against it and take another stick with a with an arrow, you can kill shit from like 100 yards away. Yeah. We're good to go. But we still need to eat it. Yeah. So there we go. We're fine. But no, but, I, I, I think that's one of the biggest travesties in America is like I, I have two like 
two issues mentally that I think we need to really come to grips with, and that's I think we need better sex education in this country. I think we need better financial education in this country. But when it comes to, like, our health, it's like we need better food. Well, we need better food, which would make it so our healthcare system would work if we all had good food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But we don't really have health care now. What we have is health management. Yeah, totally agree. Actually, it's more sickness management than mm-hmm. than it is anything else. We don't yeah. cure anything anymore. No. Uh, well, and well, we, there's no we money don't, in curing. Uh, well, we don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no money in curing. We don't incentivize exactly. staying healthy, which yeah. would be one of the best things we could possibly do. Well, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, it was when I, I don't think I was like 32 before I really got into like going, you know what I really need to do? Make sure that I'm like running, jumping, climbing trees on top of my job on top of yeah. being a father on top of XYZ. Yeah. And like I came late to the game and, oh, I, yeah. and I think I barely made it because otherwise I would be, I, I would have probably told you, no, I don't, I don't want to be on your podcast. <laughs> people, people will hear how fat I am. Um, <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in the voice, man. If yeah. you have a fat voice, yeah, just uh, like what do they say? You got a face for radio. Yeah, <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. I didn't say it. I said that's the point. Uh, uh. No, but I mean, I, I really do have a big issue with the food in this country. But it's a, it's a, it's a hyper complex issue. Well, like when you think about like everybody likes farmers. Because they, they have the story, like, we bring food to the table. And yeah. I won't ever say any a word negative about a farmer. Because those guys work harder than I ever will. <laughs> Just yeah, being honest. Like, dawn to dusk and past that. Yeah. But tax policy in our nation says that if you produce corn, you're a bad motherfucker. And you deserve a lot of money. Yeah. And because of that, we have high fructose corn syrup and we have ethanol subsidies and we have all of these other things that kind of push towards utilizing excess corn crops. Yeah. And I don't like that. I don't like high fructose corn syrup. I don't like the idea that, like, all we're doing is pushing ethanol. It's not that I'm against farmers. It's that I'm against the idea of policy that pushes a derivative that isn't necessary. Well, yeah. Like, a, well, we're a country of excess already. Oh, 100%. So, so like, you give us some high fructose corn stuff, and we're like, fuck yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's even like the ethanol gases and things like that. Like, we're just not, we try to find a way to use everything, every single thing that we have. No. But it's only the stuff that we decide to put here. Yeah. It's not what was already here. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, and that's kind of like the Western civilization way of like how we took over the country in general mm-hmm. is we just, you, we consume. Yeah. And well, and it. like uh, growers in the Amazon rainforest are realizing this now. Yeah. Like half the reason that you hear about like, oh, well, the Amazon's on fire. And it's like, it's because of climate change and we're terrible. It's like, hold on, hold on, wait. Um, maybe, part, partly, maybe. Um, it also might have to do with the fact that... Um, their government realizes that the entire world wants soy everything and they're cutting down the Amazon rainforest to raise soybean farms. Yeah. And they're using equipment that's outdated and that may or may not like blow and catch on fire 
and all of a sudden half the goddamn Amazon rainforest is on fire. Yeah, oops. Like, yeah, oops, but that's what's happening. It's exactly. like, you know, y- you can, and again, anybody that says the Amazon is on fire and that's a bad thing, I'm with you. Yeah. It's just the point of where it came from that I think we might have a little contention with. Yeah. Like, uh, I am not disagreeing that the Amazon on fire is, is a, a bad, bad thing. thing. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> that's not the point of contention. No. I'd like to know who lit the match. Yeah. It was like, what about that government subsidized farmer? Nope, nope, wasn't him. It was uh um It was definitely uh, not this equipment that's charred over here in the corner. Has Alex Jones been here for a while? <laughs> you had to say his name. <laughs> I think that guy's hilarious. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm no. banned from his website. Are you really? Yeah. I think he's back in two thousand seven. Here's the weirdest thing about that dude. That guy, 98% of the time, is an absolute buffoon. He's insane. Hold on. Are we talking about Alex Jones? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Okay. Alex Jones. Okay. But then, all of a sudden, like, he... Was it Bohemian Grove that he, like, let out there? Mm-hmm. It's like, God damn it. Like, you... Like, of all the secretive shit, you had to let that fucking thing happen. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he's proven right on one thing. And there have been several times where he's, like, been proven right. Not as big as that. That was a pretty big thing. Yeah, that was... Well, I mean, when you have... You get to a certain point of having enough money, followers, and whatnot in the world, you it gets a lot easier to throw the dart and hit the bullseye. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also one of those things, like, that was a pretty fucking small bullseye to hit, and he nailed it. Yes. But he also didn't nail it from very far away. No, he didn't. I, and like, if he had <laughs> said that something like that was going on or happening, like, ten years prior when he was first beginning. Well, that was, like, in 99, wasn't it? Yeah. It was pretty early on. When he was yelling about that? Not when he was yelling about it, when he actually discovered it. When he yeah. got the DVD and he mm-hmm. got kind of effed over on the sales of it, so he had to make sure that it was popular. Yeah. 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 Now, like I said... 98% of the time, and that's the worst part about it. That man is an insane human. Yeah. It's that 2% that you're like, God. Well, also, <laughs> keep in mind, Rasputin, 98% of the oh, time. Oh, yeah, exactly. Crazy yeah. sauce. 100%. No, I'm not denying it. I'm not denying it. Like, there is no part of me that's like Alex Jones. He's my favorite dude. You throw enough. He and me. That's the other thing. Gay it's frogs, like, all that it shit. It might have been a very small bullseye, but think how many darts he throws. Oh, tons. Tons. There's a reason Dude Perfect, those guys, that that's their full-time job is because it takes 100 tries exactly. to make that happen. Yeah. No, I get it. No, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I am not a dude that's sitting back here defending that guy. But I do think it's funny when it's like he's never had a thing wrong or a thing right. It's like, hold on, wait. I don't want to sound like a dick. Yeah. And I'm going to sound like a dick. <laughs> I'm not saying he didn't. Yeah. Uh, and every, yeah. you know, blind squirrels find nuts. That's how it yeah. happens. And he probably has a conspiracy theory based on that, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do they really? I used to blind squirrels don't find nuts. I, I used to work with a guy that was like, it, there was no buffoonery. He did not take it as buffoonery. It was all lo- like no. Bible verse of no. Alex Jones. Info Wars no, posters. Seriously? Like, the dude borderline got a tattoo. Like, (laughs) like he was over the hill. Like, he was just like, 
wherever the Al- <laughs> like, this like is Alex- my hill I'm dying yeah, on, bitches. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ran into him a quick trip the other day. Exactly the same dude. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I worked with that guy, and it like, I would we we would take smoke breaks together and stuff like that, and it was just I worked at that place for five years. And I probably have at least four or five hours of my life that I got to hear what he memorized of Alex Jones's show for that day. Dude. <laughs> Either that or whatever his fishing podcast was. No, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man, Oops. you could have the most influential uh. person in the world. But you could have Hugh Jackman, um, Here we are Joe again. Rogan. Hugh yeah, you could have Hugh Jackman, Joe Rogan, and Joe Montana sitting right like beside you, and they're like, Okay, so here's the truth, and you need to get a tattoo for it. And be like, fuck you guys. Are you kidding me? And yeah. this dude's already wanting, like, Alex Jones? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was, yeah. But, like, keep in mind, like, this guy, let's see, I was in my 20s, so he was in his late 30s, early 40s, and not the most educated person. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. my God. Just, it was, he's a really good guy. You just can't. Five minute person. That's kind of where he is in my world. Like, hey, how's it going? A quick trip. Okay, hang out. Sure. What's your phone number? Awesome. Is that I'm it? definitely gonna okay. call you. <laughs> oh, but my gas is uh, already done, and if it keeps go, it'll overflow, and I just ca- like <laughs> just gotta go. Oh God, I just I oh no just doused you in gasoline. <laughs> You're smoking that cigarette really close to here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, my God. The kind of guy that gets, like, shot for a firearm and he sets himself on fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. bad. He's not a – it was – yeah, InfoWars is still on his – like, he got a new truck and transferred stickers. It's – yeah. Just <laughs> – God damn it. But, yeah. This is, it's, like – and, again, this is what I meant by first bringing it up. It's, like, my dad always uses the line. A sun shines on a dog's asshole every once in a while. Yeah. It's like same idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and if you watch him, he's even more insane. Like, he might be the one personality that all you have to do is tell somebody, they're like, well, Alex Jones said this. It's like, okay, can you watch, like, I'm, I'm, I will pay you $100. All right. Watch, I'm down. Watch one whole episode of InfoWars. Okay. And tell me at the end that he's a sane person and I know that person would just give me the hundred dollars back like yeah okay I, I understand what you're trying to say to me. I don't know I'm an actor and I need a hundred dollars I don't know <laughs> I don't know I think even by the end of that four hours of that like bone broth Let's and see, that's what this dude was watching like it was all like oh my god we were apartment maintenance he was all the time seriously like, it's always in his head and he was just okay with it uh-huh Jesus. Yeah. It was one of those things. There are people I agree Heck with. Heck of a fantasy football player, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's living a fucking fantasy world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that guy. That guy is fucking crazy. Yeah. But again, it's terrifying because every once in a while, he gets one right, and normally the ones that he gets right, fucking crazy. Yeah. Ugh. God drives me nuts there's gonna be somebody that listens to this and like what are you talking about alex jones yeah be like you guys are just alt-right people like, yep nope 
No, Go no. Go ahead. I'll, let's start that <laughs> online battle now. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can guarantee you in my 38 years that that is not. No. Nope. Nerp. No. I, it, I, this, I, well, it's I was weird. raised that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, me too. I'm like, also I also meant something different when I was raised. Well, and I probably so. fall into that way more than you do. I mean, I'm definitely libertarian kind of crazy but at the same time it's like well f- what what are the issues that i've changed yeah it's like i still agree with i might have changed parties randomly here and there but i still agree with the same shit yeah like you know I, I i don't know i don't know that i have ever really truly been like i am hard and fast this yeah it's a kind of like all right so my local government's who affects me directly yeah so i'm gonna look at the issues and vote for who does want what are the issues that affect me yeah and then, oh, on the bigger, grander scale, I have to think about everybody, not just myself. Yeah. So what's better for the ba- everybody? Yeah. All right, I'm going to vote for who is best based on that. Yeah. Well, and the most unfortunate part about people that are in local elections is that they don't get enough airtime. Yeah. And I mean that. You got to uh, dig, really. You got you right? to really dig. Because if you try to look at them and say, okay, well, this is the person that's in my party, so I would normally agree with them. But you might not. But then you hear some really messed up bullshit. Like, there's a... And I'll say his name because I I cannot stand the guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. But there's a, there's a local politician that's running, and he's got signs from, like, here to fucking Warsaw, and it's Rick Bratton. Uh-huh. And he stood on the, I think he was in the House of Representatives um, in Missouri. And he basically made the comment that the Bible, the Koran, and the Torah basically said that homosexuals weren't humans. And I saw that quote, and I was like, oh, that's a direct quote. That's not him holding anything back. That's not somebody putting a few things together. That's what he said. Yeah. Fuck that guy true story yeah and he's like you know he's got all the the things like he's a good-looking guy he's got a good-looking family he's i think he's like a former um, marine or something marine yeah something like that kind of like eric greitens and that worked out really fucking well Uh but he keeps (laughs) like he is running for this and i see guys that are people that i respect in the community and they're like he is just the best it's like he said homosexuals weren't human so fuck that guy yeah and fuck everything he stands for. Yeah. Well, I, it's like I could agree with him on 99% of the issues, but if you think that my friends that are gay aren't human, then you can go fuck yourself. Exactly. Like, it, yeah, they're, I don't know, the industry I work in. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? well, yeah, like, you work in theater. Yeah. <laughs> like, not a lot of gay people there. No. Oh, wait, hold on. A lot of gay people there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in fact, might be the number one employer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, that's jokes. No to get angry. Um, it, it, it's jokes. Yes. It's fucking true. It's like, true. It, it's, um, I mean, but it's also the number one harbor exactly. for people like, who well, are... Yeah, because it's accepting. It's yeah. Communal. It's communal. Exactly. It, like, you know, I mean, think about why we got into theater in high school in the first place. It wasn't because I was like, ooh, I want to be an actor, blah, blah, blah. It was yeah. like, I'm running away from everybody else. <laughs> exactly. You people seem to think I'm all right. Yeah. I just want to be around a bunch of people that are accepting and know that I'm crazy and we're fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you want to play pretend with me still? Ah, yeah, I haven't found somebody to play pretend with me since (laughs) I was in kindergarten. Exactly. That (laughs) motherfucker tried to beat the shit out of me for being in D and D. This is (laughs) bullshit. I like this though. 
Yeah. No, I mean, I, I probably am one of the people that's the not the exact opposite, but a little bit the opposite because I had a different situation. But what theater did for me was it made me understand. You know, I grew up in a in a blue collar. I mean, probably similar to you, like blue collar, hardworking. You know, sweat is your number one ally, kind of family. And then when I went into theater, it was like, oh, like I, I have no problem. Like it, I didn't even have an opinion. Yeah. Like that's the thing. It's like, and I've told most of my friends that are gay about this. It's like I I don't want to make this sound any in any way weird or marginalize you in some way but it's like just to be very honest with you i just didn't know i didn't know what to think yeah like if you came up to me and were like i'm gay i'd have been like i don't don't know what to do yeah i would just would have frozen and hoped that everybody walked away yeah but once like i I had two people it was um josh menace and jared hill yeah that i watched and was like these are amazing human beings they're amazing humans why would i give a fuck who they like or don't like outside yeah. i want them to like me <laughs> which is the musical theater thing coming around <laughs> but it was like that was that was how i felt it was like why why would i care and when i hear stuff like that it's like that is so inherently wrong yeah that you can like you could save like orphans on the weekend and that's fantastic but if you don't think that on gay Tuesday people, afternoons you raise a sign over I seventy that says gays aren't real, yeah, yeah, go to Westboro <laughs> and see if you can grab one of their signs, and that's yeah. pretty much how I think of you, yeah, 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 and it's it's just messed up. It's like you know if you see a, I mean think about like if one of his sons were gay, and saw that he said that on the house floor, exactly, like, wow, I bet he's like, he's probably gonna be a little worried. He's going to be a little freaked out to say the truth about that. And if he's not, that's great. Yeah. But it's just like one of those things where it's like, dude, you've got to be open. I mean, you've got to – and you can't think people aren't human. No. You can't think people aren't human. Well, and if you think that they aren't human, then that makes them less than or greater than human. Which has always been good in in our civilization. Yeah. You know. (laughs) I mean – Look at our country. It's fine. Right? <laughs> um, we show co- up here and we're like, what? You have brown skin? No, this is no, white skin No, 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 no. We own you now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we don't own you? Okay, we're just going to put you in this tiny little spot. Yeah. Are we going to be able to grow anything? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, you can't have. You can't grow. No. Like, can you grow shit out of rocks? No, you're not going to no. be able to have that. No. Oh, man. Uh, I was talking to my kids like two nights ago. The dinner. And, it, uh, I don't know what that brought up. That it's uh, about to terrify me. Uh, we uh, should no, say. No, sorry. No, no, I was, like we were talking about Native Americans and how we kicked them off their land. Like I pointed out, the kids they were like, "Man, it was like you know, think about the 1920s." You know, mm-hmm. I was like, "I can't think back that far. I'm not that old." One. Uh, it's hilarious that they think you can though. Uh, well, I mean, I think that they think that the internet was like, "Oh, those videos are just gone." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they like, never. Like so, what did you do on the internet, like in railroad cars? Yeah, back in the eighteen exactly. eighties. <laughs> like uh, just sometimes that slips their brain, and I was like, guys, in like nineteen twenty, we were still trying to round up the Apache. Yeah, like we still had wild Native Americans running around causing us problems, and we had 
a war machine and we couldn't deal with it. Yeah. That's how badass those people were. And the kids were just like, in 1920, I was like, yeah. 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 There are people alive from back then. Yeah. Right now. Yep. Yep. And, well, yeah. And uh, I just got done listening to a whole podcast about um, a guy named Ace Dot Lugie, who was like an Apache guy. And, like, it's like his whole life story about. Oh, God. About, like, how he remembers killing white eyes. Oh shit! Yeah, like <laughs> he was part okay. of he was part of Geronimo's like last effort of escaping the camp and getting out. Oh shit! <laughs> like it is one of the is one of the most amazing listens if you have a chance to. Oh, I'll totally it. listen. To that. <laughs> yeah, like no, it, it's 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 it's, it's how we have most of the Apache history we have is what he what he talked about. Jesus, like it's nuts. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, there's this weird thing that I've I've seen people do in the last couple of years, and it's and I'm sure they've done it for quite some time. But when it comes to um, Native peoples, it's interesting because there have been a couple of books that have come out where they've done some really amazing research on the history before white people landed in the Americas, or at least where the history before white people were in any way an influence and in, on. Other than viruses. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Other than blankets. Um, But it's really interesting to see people react to it. And I haven't read it, so I can't can't comment on what it says. But, like, I've seen some people that I respect a lot read these things, but it's weird to see their reactions. Because there are these Native American histories where they basically say, like, what they would do is they'd have raiding parties. And especially like the Comanches. Comanches were famous for it. Yeah. And they would go in and they'd kill everyone and rape everyone they could. And if they couldn't kill you or rape you immediately, they'd torture you. Yeah. And then if you were a certain age, they would steal you basically to be slaves. And if you were a certain age and a female, then they'd try to bring you into their tribe and eventually you'd be raped, for lack of a better term. Um and you would give them children, and that's how you would live. And it was just normal. It was just a normal thing that they did. They just had these raiding parties that went in. That's what they did. Everybody knew about it. And that's what life was. Yeah. And then they were talking about, and this is where the paradigm shift is strange for me, because then they would talk about, like, when white people came, mainly from Europe, um, pretty much exclusively from Europe, but they would come in and they would just devastate everybody, bringing diseases. I mean, everybody knows the story about the the blankets yeah. and all that kind of stuff that I was making light of, which shows that I'm a very good person. Uh-huh. I'm not. Um, yeah. But no, but they would, like, devastate these tribes. They'd hunt everybody down. They'd enslave them. But it's weird at that one moment of Europeans coming here and doing all of that after the conversation about what Native Americans would do to each other to hear how people handle that part of history. Because to me, it makes all the sense in the world to look at that and say, both sides are terrible. Yeah. We were just the last part of terrible. We were just better at being terrible. We were better at being terrible. Yeah, like we like, devastated you with our terribleness. Yeah, it's like the Mongols in the Eurasian steppe area. Exactly. Like, we were just the best at being the worst. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You thought you were devastating each other. We showed you what devastation meant, right? Yeah. 
And that's that to me is a logical argument. Or even if you said they were at war all the time and then this side came in and like went to war with everybody and they won. That would be a logical argument too. Yeah. But it's weird because you'll hear or at least I have arguments where it's like, well, they were at war with each other too. Like Yes, they whoa, were. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. <laughs> but. Hold on. But then this happened. It's like, well, they were also horrible. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, Their horribleness doesn't counteract your horribleness. Exactly. Like, well, and it's not like it's one of those things that's like you don't have to even have to claim it as yours. Yeah. You don't have to claim it as you. It's like I don't look at that and think like I did it. Oh, I do. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I, don't I just know my family history well enough to be like, ooh, yeah. No. My family definitely shot some people that they shouldn't. Well, have. if if I do that, then I'm probably going to be like, yeah, great grandpa is a fucking asshole. Fuck yeah. that guy. Yes. But like, uh, like. But I don't look at that and just think like. Oh, I don't end up having like anxiety and nightmares about it or anything. Yeah. But it's just like I can look at that and be like, yeah, no, I. If I'm, I, I spent a lot of time in Wyoming and Colorado and yeah. stuff like that. Um one of the places we enjoy to go in Wyoming is Lander, which is where the Shoshone tribe, I believe, is. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I've interacted with a lot of them on their reservation, and mm-hmm. because there's a lot of climbing in the area and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's just a, it's a totally surreal thing to think to look at it from their perspective. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, where they look at, like, talking about it, and they're like, so you know what, what happened to us was this. I'm like, yeah, I know. Can I go I'm, climb on your mat? <laughs> I, I'm real sorry. Yeah. I don't I I don't know how to help. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like collectively I can take it on as myself as like as a Caucasian American. Mm. I effed you up. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't but I guess I maybe I don't, don't look at it that way. I just I just don't look at it as I like I can look at it and go, Yeah, I did that. But I'm talking like as a royal eye. Like, yes. All of me as white people, if I'm all of white people right now. Yep. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, my hands are tied right now. I can't can't really do anything about it. Yeah. I can write you a check. I've got maybe 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll go spend it at the casino if you would like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think what I'll say is I think I understand the idea. But I, I just I think I personally have a different viewpoint on it and it's not one that I think that nobody was screwed over like there's no part of me that's like yeah I mean your grandparents weren't screwed over yeah like but I also wrestle with and maybe this is this is probably a shallow point of view on my side it's like I don't I don't know what to say yeah like, I really don't <laughs> like if if my like I think about it like this. If my grandfather, which none of them did, thank God, but if my grandfather went up to somebody and shot him in the face and killed him, yes, and that person, no matter what their color was, came to me 50 years later and was like, you need to apologize, my thought would be, my grandfather was a fucking idiot. Like, no, you need to. No, I don't. Yeah. Like, no, we can both fucking hate that guy. Yeah. I'll hate him with you. Again, luckily my grandparents didn't. 
But it's like I'm not going to apologize for something. But I'm he not. Did. Yeah, I'm not going to apologize for what he did. But we can both hate that guy. Yeah, we can absolutely both hate that guy. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to apologize. Yeah. And I know that's not the most popular opinion for for some. But that's just how I feel. It's like I'm just not. I'm not that guy. I'm, oh, see, I, I'll apologize for everything. <laughs> you know like oh greg kennedy got shot in the head oh i'm sorry i'm sorry about that <laughs> like, that, was, that, was, that was my fault yeah i actually don't apologize for him getting shot in the head but i i i knew jack ruby a little <laughs> bit so i, I you the truth wasn't given to you so yeah yeah no i'm the opposite i, no, I no, it's not necessarily that bad i just uh like i can i guess uh, i understand the idea that you I can get, apologize for societal yeah. issues but like if you come to me like in the grandpa situation mm-hmm. um you know like oh well blah 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 you your grandpa like oh yeah i'm agree i agree with you yeah f that guy yeah but also uh sorry he was there i'm a much better person so i'm glad he was around for at least a little bit yeah you know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i mean that's um, kind of the that's the situation like that's how i feel in a way it's like i i improved on the design you're yeah, welcome. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way. That's a really good way to put it. No, that's not like I like that a lot. It's like, nope, we we just keep improving on the design, and we're all fucking terrible. <laughs> but I'm cool with it. Do you want another? I would. I okay, would cool. I'm gonna use the restroom real quick. All right, I'm gonna keep this on for a second. Oh, keep talking your opinions. Oh, my opinion though. What? Oh. Uh, my opinion. I'm left in a studio and I don't know what to say. Anyway. So things are good. Uh, COVID sucks. We're talking about literally everything this podcast. Not staying on anything very long. Ten tabs open. This room is so cool. Game of Thrones map. It's got all of the songs of the ocarina on as well. Up, left, right, up, left, right. Comment in the section below if you can remember which song that is from Ocarina of Time. Again, up left right, up left right. <laughs> what? Are you gonna game cheat codes away? Yeah. <laughs> no, I I I threw out a riddle based upon based upon the songs of the ocarina. Like if you can remember which one is. Up left right, up left right. Which which song is that? Up left right. That's the one with all of us. Right? No, that's Dipota's song. Up, up left right. Oh, son of a. That's why I was. <laughs> left up right. Left up right. Yeah. Well, oh, they were all like you know one direction off of each other. I know. What is going on in the world?
back in business. Yeah, I'm taking a moment to. No, you're good. My phone, like my phone's just been silently <laughs> informing you that yeah. you're late. Late, I'm late. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! So the other day, I'll talk about this. This is a really <laughs> different thing. Um, so the other day, uh, it's September 1st. So I guess it was yesterday. <laughs> um, I pop open my phone. I look at my calendar to like, well, what reminders do I have for today? You know, I have things in there like, oh, today you're going to do 250 sit-ups, <laughs> something like that, you know? Yep. Um, <laughs> they're all, like, goals I did, like, months and months ago. <laughs> anyway, on September 1st, there's, like, I have all of my reminders set up and everything, and then yep. all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, it just says, do crack. Like, oh! <laughs> I didn't ever put that in there. <laughs> like, it wasn't, like, a recent thing. Like, five years ago, I had randomly been like, this will be funny. Future Greg will think this is hilarious. <laughs> And scrolled through <laughs> until I got to September awesome. 1st, 2020, and went, do crack. <laughs> Put it in as a reminder, and then had forgotten about it. That's so, got to be a positive. Like, you thought that you'd be in that kind of shitty situation. Yeah, I was like, he's going to need to smile. <laughs> That's awesome. And here we are in 2020. <laughs> and you didn't do crack. Oh, I crossed it off the list. <laughs> <laughs> and then I screenshot it, and I was like, well, my day's off to a good start. How uh-huh. about you all? <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> I, one of my favorite things to see on uh, on social media are, like, the – the. have you ever seen the memes where, or the pictures where people will, like – show you something that they did when they were drunk and it ends up being a terrible idea in the mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like a giant jug of clear liquid and the person will drink it and it's like an entire bottle of vodka that the person left to try to make it look like water in the morning Yeah, to themselves. And like, drunk Alex is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> some of my favorite ones because everybody's been there <laughs> anybody that survived like 19 to 23 has had at least one of those moments unless they're lame like mormon I, I was lame. Sign, scientologist one of those I, I was pretty lame i never tricked myself you didn't no oh man i can't remember i never played practical jokes on myself other people on the other hand yeah a lot of that but not i always lived on my own and was really good about kicking people out when i needed to like and I'm around like theater nerds, so I didn't really yeah. have to. But I absolutely did that stuff. Like I, in the morning, there are two things I really like to drink. Like I'll either have a giant thing of water. That's yeah. normally it. But there are two other things I like, and that's orange juice and milk. Yeah, I love those two things in the morning. Like I'll just chug a bunch of one of those. Milk, not so much as I got older. Yeah. But orange juice, I still will. And I remember in college, I, uh, I left myself an orange juice that might as well have been clear <laughs> but when my brain was at that point and I grabbed for it it was like this is gonna be fine I took the first drink and just like I didn't spit it out because it was my own apartment and yeah. I actually cared it was like oh god and it was either the last drink of the night or what my drunk self wanted to be the first drink of the morning Oh, yeah yeah it was not fun but I understood it. Like, I'd leave myself messages back when you had an answering machine that wasn't your own cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had a phone at my house with an answering machine. And if I got mad at somebody, I'd leave myself a message about me being mad at that person. Yeah. It, it rarely made sense. 
It's like you're mad. It's so and so because of monopoly. Yeah. It's like I need to call so and so because I'm not really that mad. <laughs> no, I, I never. I never did that stuff. I I always leave myself like little notes and things like like the to do list thing that I told you about. Like, uh uh-huh. oh, yeah, it's, I'll do stuff like that a lot. <laughs> Or I'll, like, label a folder or something, and then, like, ten years later, when I need to get back in that folder, I'll be like, oh, that's hilarious. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> One of Joe Rogan's bits is that he was, I think he was high, not drunk, but it's like, I got way too high trying to think of a bit, and I thought it was going to be a genius bit, so I went back in the morning thinking I'd come up with this amazing thing. And I don't remember what it was, but it was like unicorns are basically horses that can fly. It's like, and I hated myself being high right then because I actually had that thought and I thought, this is genius. I know what I did. And I didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't at all. I have, <laughs> I have so many notes on my phone of like great ideas. And then I'll come to it like, oh, I need to work on a project and I want to start something new. And I like go through there and I'm like, what was. What 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 was I thinking? This was a terrible idea. Yeah, this was nobody needed to know that. Yeah, in fact, <laughs> I shouldn't have known it then no. or now. <laughs> Delete that. Yeah. No, we're just gonna get rid of this. And then, like ten minutes later, after I've deleted like the six paragraph thing I wrote about it <laughs> and put a little tag at the top of it, read the tag. I'm like, that's idiotic. Delete it. And then ten minutes later, I was like, oh no, it actually went somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like I can't I can't get that back and it's gone forever. Yeah. Uh, I hate I hate the fact that I like to have like my computers and my stuff like neat and tidy as far as the files are concerned. Yep. Like I don't like to have any unnecessary crap in my computer. So you're a good man for that. I try. Yeah. Uh, you know. I'm not that at all. I mean, my Gmail literally everything in, but I have anxiety if I if my gmail doesn't say no new messages at the end of the night well i'm okay with that like i only keep the messages that i know i need to respond to and i will always have like five on there because i just won't respond they're to all them. in folders man like literally are you serious yeah every, oh geez if i need to keep it it's in a folder oh my god no no i can't do that normally i'll just resave it or i'll forward it and i'll add a headline that makes sense to me ah. i'll be like 10 tabs open podcast greg chafin and then that way I know if I type in any of those words, it'll show up. But that that's that's as far as I go. Yeah. I have to remember who sent me an email because I have to, like, search by all the stuff. Because, like, stu- I, like, have emails from you. I like, still have emails from you from from Catahontan. Oh, seriously? <laughs> like, it's all I mean, unlimited storage in Google. So it's like. Oh, yeah. Like, I've got every single correspondence with anybody ever. Nice. That I've ever had. Except for, like, you know. The stuff that I don't really want to, like, I didn't like having. But, like, certain people who played certain roles uh, in that show? <laughs> that guy. Uh, it it wasn't that I disliked him. It was that he was needy when he didn't need to be. Are you t- which one are you talking about? Oh, uh, Cooper. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. I, I, was, I, tried to, I started out being nice to the guy. He just made it impossible to be nice. Um, well, he was... He was just such a bad actor. <laughs> like, I mean, just either cast him or be Gooper. Yeah. So, like, and you chose that. <laughs> I did, because I thought I was like, well, you know. This will definitely not be a pain in the ass. Well, that's why Gooper's such a small role. Yeah. Uh, and he, he is and he's not. 
He's like this weird yeah, influential. Yeah, but, but nobody remembered anybody out of that show other than you and like <laughs> when anybody leaves Cat on Hudson Roof, if your brain isn't like solely on Big Daddy, <laughs> Brick, or Maggie the Cat, yeah. If you're not only thinking about one of those three, you the a show failed. Show. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, on my my Brick was interesting. I posted a thing on Facebook the other day that was like, hey, if you remember doing theater with me, I, it's hard to do theater now, so let's just reminisce. Be nostalgic. You know what I mean? Just tell Did me you your really? Favorite, yeah, tell me your favorite theater moment with me. And, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Maggie. Yep. Yeah, uh, Heather Foose. Yeah, Heather Foose posted, and she was like, the time that you made me and Alex stare at each other for five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, it got the awkward out. It did. Yeah, it worked. the conversation before that was even better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I can't guarantee. I, I won't make it public. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter. No, what what cracked me up, and on, like, and this is one of those moments that I'll I'll embellish, but I think anybody who's ever been in theater will understand the idea. And but I really liked how you said it. You were like, look. You guys are both doing good. We've got a show. <laughs> you didn't say good show, but it was definitely like you guys are doing good. Yeah. We have a show. Um, <laughs> and if if you, what did you say? It's like, and if you guys both weren't happily married, I'd just tell you to go make out and come back when you were done. Yeah, you got. You just got to figure it out. <laughs> and I was like, I know what he means. <laughs> yeah, like you guys had, like, like, there had to have been like chemistry at one point in time between these two. <laughs> you guys are really good at pretending like there's no chemistry. Yeah, yeah, because there wasn't. Yeah, uh, but I had to like. It's hard to teach somebody how to be like. Okay, now you have to be once in love. Well, and it's it's <laughs> awkward on my side too. Like that was to me that was the weird. Like that was the hardest part because it was like I'm, I, I'm, don't want to sound terrible but i'm kind of used to that situation like being the person that's like all right let's fucking do it mm-hmm. and then to not be in that situation where i can just be like all right let's do it oh shit you're we're not oh no oh no we got you you know what we have like we have to have the interaction right it's yeah like, nope ah oh, shit all right we did the best we could we we actually got there like it it, it worked it we, worked we we made it comfortable for everybody yeah and in a community theater situation, that's the case. That That's all you can deal with. Yeah. That's all, if all you, you guys can. would have been paid actors, it would have been a whole different story. It would have been a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you're getting paid, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a fun show. I, I ended up in a weird, like that show in general, like directorially. Like it was a challenge because of. You're in like a weird situation. Dude. Well, yeah, but I mean, like that was my personal life. Just inside the theater, it was a weird situation because that was my first show for that company, and I had to I had to do good. And then only children auditioned. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the reason I got the role. <laughs> yeah, because I had to headhunt every single character. Yep. Because I'm not going to do the cat on a hot tin roof with 14 year olds. Right. Because that that just shouldn't happen. <laughs> I mean. I'm sure it happened somewhere, and it was amazing. Congratulations. But I wasn't going to be the director. Um, trying to get a kid to be, like, be brick would have been impossible. 
like be drunk and they're like no i don't know what drunk is dude and anytime <laughs> and anytime a teenager even if a teenager has been drunk for a year yeah they portray it terribly it's like anytime you give a teenager the ability I, to I, cuss i disagree really? only having been in only having been a child of mike beam as far as learning how to do <laughs> theater i can act drunk just fine thank you <laughs> As a 15-year-old? Uh, let's see. 17. When I played Babby Bobby in Cripple of Inishmon. Really? Yeah. I had to play real drunk. Like, he... It was my first big role with Mike. And, like, we did this thing on, like, the second rehearsal. Mm -hmm. Mike was like, all right, everybody walk across the stage once as yourself. And then the wing. And then get into character. And then walk back across the stage. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, typical high school kind yeah. of... Oh, of course. Yeah. Thing. And... Everybody did the thing, and I walked across myself, and I walked back across, and I really thought that I was, like, I got to the other side, and I was like, I thought I was a failure. I pretty much just walked how I already walked. Yeah, yeah that's drunk. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> but, like, Mike was just like, yeah, but you carried yourself differently, and I like that, and he was like, I'm going to make you do it again so everybody else could see it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know that I could do whatever it is that I did. I think I was just, like, freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so... But it was that's impressive. But yeah, he it was one of those times where I was just like, oh, that's a Mike Beam ray of sunshine. I'm gonna put uh -huh. this in my mason jar with all the other rays of sunshine yeah. the teachers give me. Yeah, set it there. No, that's awesome. Like, but you have to admit, by and large, yeah, yeah. But also, like, my inspiration for being an actor was all like Dick Van Dyke and like yeah. people that were like physical comedy was. Oh their, yeah, hundred percent was their thing. So yeah. Uh, well, like, just started there. I, I think when you talk about like, if you're a teenager playing a drunk person, it's kind of like when you give teenagers a role to cuss. Yeah, it's always the emphasis is always on that word. Oh yeah, and that's like, and it's not a bad thing. It's like you're learning. You have no idea, but you get the chance. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> you get the chance. So, damn idiot. So, yeah, it's like it's never like you goddamn idiot. Like, it's never it's the never, right emphasis. Well, and it gets there. Like, I've seen shows that had cussing, like some of the Neil Simon stuff that Todd has mm -hmm. directed in the past. Like, I've seen a couple of cuss words, and he always gets them there. But I would love to be in, like, the reading room the night, yep, the, the night of. The, the, the night of the read-through. And they're yeah. like, you goddamn idiot. You fucking <laughs> person. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. Yeah. No, and it had, like... like yeah, it's crazy. Like I remember, I I talked to Schnocky, and I respect him for this, but I didn't agree. But I told him we did the um, oh the fake car wreck that they did every oh, year. Yeah, mock wreck. Mm -hmm. They mock asked wreck. to use my car once. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, my '88 Grand Am that had <laughs> that had a trash bag door and. <laughs> Like this will work for this. This will be completely fine. Yeah. Nobody's gonna. I don't think it. I've ever cried as hard as I did that day. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! They, like literally, the principal is like, "Greg, I we we would like to use your car in the mock wreck. <laughs> We're just gonna push another car up to it, so it looks like <laughs> you're like, no, just do it harder. That way, my insurance company fucking pays for <laughs> my it. My parents would have done that. <laughs> my first three cars were eighty-eight grand dams. That's because my dad said, "Like, you know how to put? You took the first one apart and put it back together. Now you know them all." Oh jeez. So, <laughs> like, I had like a plunger on the top of my car <laughs> <laughs> that I had to pull up on in order to get the door to open. Oh Jesus Christ! Dude. <laughs> 
It was like my brother had an RX-7 that he wouldn't tell my dad that, like, the seat failed. Because <laughs> my dad would have taken care of it. But instead of that, he grabbed a pot and shoved it into the hinge. I was like, my dad finally found it one day. He's like, why did you steal the pot? He's like, well, my fucking uh, back of the chair didn't work. It's like, dude, we can fix this. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Teenager brain is not the no, best. No, uh-uh. no, not in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Yeah, but you were talking about the mock rank. Like, yeah. yeah. But no, I went up to Schnocky and I was like, look, man, like, because I was kind of a late addition. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, and I think we talked about this last time, like, I wasn't Schnocky's favorite dude. Like, I was Mike Beam's, like, and I don't want to sound terrible, but I was kind of like Mike's golden child, you know? Like, I the I last... had the golden child. <laughs> but I had, like, the last... Of... Of the college and uh, high school shows that he did, I think I had the last four leading roles. I had Sky Masterson, whatever the hell I was, and Anasazi. Um, we did Dark at the Top of the Stairs and Over the River and Through the Woods, and I was the lead in all of them. And I don't... Be, and, be, 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 be. Uh, yeah, I, I, trust me, I know. <laughs> it's not that I don't appreciate it because it paid for fucking college. But, <laughs> but no, I like... I was kind of in that position, and I didn't think Todd really liked me. Yeah, kind of for that That's reason. That's kind of how I felt too. Yeah, so. and uh, so we did the mock rec, and I got invited, and I was like, "Holy shit, I'm going to be a part of like one of those main things in high school that you do." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so we're like the girl, like it was me, and I think three girls, um, and I was the one that was driving, and we were the ones that were discovering the wreck. Uh, and it was one of my best friends in high school was the guy that was the first person that I actually saw and then a few others. And um, <laughs> but I told Todd, I was like, look, man, you're asking me to go to like a degree that I'm not used to going towards. Like you're basically saying like we have to be so upset and so devastated that we're kind of going crazy. And like what what's your thought? if a word slips out that you don't want it was like Alex you can't cuss I was like I understand that I can't say certain words what I'm saying is if I saw my friend's head half off I might have some something else to say other than oh my goodness yeah and he was like use your best judgment <laughs> <laughs> That is, I think I heard exactly those words. <laughs> like, but he said it perfectly. Like, I respected the hell out of it because he was like, well, like, you could tell he was like, that's a good point. And you know, as it, like a teacher, as an adult, all he's thinking is like, all this kid wants is to fucking say fuck in front of all of his friends. That's all he wants to say. Yeah. It's like, just we, use your judgment. We, I think I said, damn it, at one point. Like... When my buddy and I like were hand in hand, like when ev the full force of it kind of yeah. came over us. But that was it. I didn't say, you know, fuck you. Guys. At least you got asked <laughs> to be an actor in it. I got asked to think and use my car. <laughs> I thought you got to use your car because you were in it. They used your car and you weren't in it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. That was Dude. my contribution. But like, fuck you. No, yeah, I, like, I get to go up in the that helicopter, just tell, That just tells me from even back then, <laughs> I was never destined to be the actor. Oh, I was Jesus. always destined to be the TD. Um, <laughs> God damn it. So. Schnocky. Uh, come on, bro. 
It wasn't even Schnaki. I think it was Sarah that came and asked me. Like, Sarah was in charge of it. Sarah. Sarah Schwartz. Sarah Schwartz. The fuck? Like, come on. <laughs> I know that she left the backstage area crying because I was like, who the fuck asked somebody that, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> Can we use your car for the wreck scene? Why do you want it? It's a piece of shit. <laughs> It'll be believable that somebody wrecked it. Seriously, uh, who? As if I don't have enough problems right now. Yeah. Please, like, tell me again how you think I'm trash. Yeah. Could you just kick me like straight in the balls at this point? Yeah. Like, don't even ask. Just fucking do it. Damn it. Yeah. Now, one of my favorite things about that was like, as much as like, there's a there's a picture of me and John in the the yearbook. And it's a pretty intense picture, and everybody's kind of standing around. I felt like we did a good job. But the most insulting thing was that uh, that was the first year that our football team went to the state championship, and we won. Or I should say second year we went to the state championship, first year that we won. And Chase Kaufman, who's actually been on the podcast, was kind of the lead for that. Like, he was the guy that went to Mizzou, got drafted. Like, he was the guy. Yeah. First interview in the yearbook was Chase Kaufman being asked about our mock wreck. <laughs> it's like, dude, come on, man. He's got every other page in the yearbook. You couldn't give the theater kids one goddamn page. <laughs> I put my heart and soul into that I, wreck. I, I am almost 100% <laughs> certain that I stayed out of 100% of every year. Oh, yeah? Like, I, did, I don't think you could go to the 2000 yearbook. And I don't <laughs> think I'm in there. I think there's a spot for me. I we got to find it. No. I don't think it exists. Why two K raced it? Oh man, uh, I think I I hit I hit the right moment at the right time. Like I wasn't around long enough for people to be annoyed with me, and I wasn't around like so little that there weren't any potential pictures. Yeah, because I, like I, I had purposely pictures. like stayed out. Like if I was like <laughs> if I'm not in character, you're not taking a picture. <laughs> so. I was the opposite. Well, like my I was a drama year. queen. Well, yeah. Well, in junior year, I was in every single club picture. Seriously, every single one. Me and Robbie Ferrero. Every single. And then one. you were like senior year. Fuck you guys. I'm done. Yeah, I was like senior year. I was like, I don't like the way I look anymore. <laughs> I pretty much look like I do now. <laughs> what the fuck? You're in high school. I know. Who gives a shit? I did. <laughs> I Me, think we dateless I think, Greg Chaffin. <laughs> I think we had very different mentalities. I went yeah, through. Well, I went through the last part of high school and was the cool kid. I, w- I was the cool kid to a degree. I, I, I was not the cool kid because. Yeah. Well, I was like the cool nerd. Like I was the like, first year that Ray Peck was considered a rich school. Ah oh, man. So like. That's tough. Yeah, like, I was definitely not a rich kid. Yep. So, like, it was one of those things. Where I was like, all right. Cool. I what? don't. I don't have Nikes. Yes, you guys are correct. I am a loser. Okay. Yes, oh this God. is the same backpack I had in sixth grade. You know, it's weird to um, even think about that generation. Like, from if that was the first year up until like I'm sure a few years after me, like it's weird to think about the way that kids looked at each other because I don't think that's the same now. No. Like, I, like the, here's the thing: the, is there's people that would make fun of me or yell, like literally put me down on a da- nearly on a daily basis. I'm friends with them on Facebook now. They're perfectly good human beings. Yeah. It just in high school, it was about what mom and dad made. Yeah. And now that they're in the real world, they're like, oh, oh shit, shit. 
Everybody makes that same about amount of, about that same amount of money yep, for the most we're part. We're all pretty average. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing special about me. Yeah. You know. Well, and like, and, but if you look at even like the generation that's in school now, it's like they're they're woke. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They're like they're a lot closer to what I think society needs to be moving towards. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I don't care that you're black, gay, Asian, no. trans, queer whatever you yeah. are like, it doesn't bother me i don't need it like it's not get that that's not going to affect how i feel about you exactly yeah. i'm just going to keep moving through the world yeah well like 21 jump street they is also ridiculous. can't stay off their phones for less than 20 seconds that is true <laughs> that is true <laughs> but like 21 jump street with um channing tatum and jonah hill yeah really put that in perspective <laughs> i mean they i mean if you think about that movie if you really look at it it's like before woke really started getting hit that's what they were talking about. Yeah. Was the fact that, like, you could be the, you know, kind of chubby kid. As long as you were nice, you get the pretty girl. Yeah. Because they value different things. And I watched that movie and went, that's not real. Yeah. It's real. It is real. It's just not real in high school. Yeah. <laughs> well, not real in our high school. No, yeah. I don't think it's real in really any high school. I, I don't mean, know. I think every good, you know, we're back to blind squirrels and nuts. True. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are high schools that, you know, like the king and queen get married, actually. Yeah. And stay together, have four kids, 4.25 mm-hmm. kids. and Exactly. Uh, uh, you know. They're and all like, seven feet tall. Yeah, and, they're all yeah. seven feet tall, blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. Born with, like, the perfect skin. Yeah. You know, those. those <laughs> We're getting onto a different track. Uh, no, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, like, those people exist. Like, it, oh, it yeah. just exists. We're like, oh, everything literally fell together perfectly for you from that high school relationship. And you want to be like, congratulations. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you, we were all throwing darts. Congratulations. Yeah. You hit the right one. You hit the bullseye. Yeah. God damn it. Well, I, know, I think a lot of people found that in college. A lot of people found that elsewhere. But yep. it's like, it's just one of those things where it's like, eh, I think the further happen. along you get, the more complicated it gets. You think? Yeah. 100%. I don't think it gets – I think you get complicated how, like, how it gets set in your ways. I think that um, – yeah, I mean, that – and I think there are a lot of different scenarios. Like, the – like, if you're in high school and you start dating somebody and that's the only thing you know. Yeah. You don't live in a complex world. Like, not not in a way – I mean, relationship-wise. That's yeah. what you've had. Like, you can go through a lot of stuff. And I'm not talking about couples that hmm. – maybe like one day they found another person for a couple of hours and then they had to explain that and then they worked through it. I'm talking about like couples that like they get together in high school, everything's happy. They go through and they live the rest of their lives like that. I appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah. But I don't think that's complex. I think if you have a lot of stuff go on between you and the person that you love and stay with meeting each other, you're gonna, you're going to have some conversations yeah. I mean, there's going to be some things that you guys have to work through now. And that could be something that's as easy as, hey, I love you and we're not going to fucking talk about it. Yeah. That's what it is. And that's what I think is the healthiest thing. It's like, I'm with you. That's who I'm with. Don't ask. Yeah. Like, All right, cool. I think that's the best way to the do past it. Is the past. That's past is the is. past. Yep. We're, I met you here. That's where we're going. That's the yeah. person I fell that's in love with. That's the starting with. point. Yeah, that's where that, this book starts. Exactly. I think that's the <laughs> healthiest way to do it. Yeah. But, man, that's not how most people do it because most people aren't mature enough to handle that. 
It's like, no, I want to know. It's like, the fuck you do? Yeah. You don't want to know. Like, you don't want to know what happened. Do, do you Do you want to explain what you did in the past? Like, yeah. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, that's how, that's, that's honestly the, how I feel. It's that's like, the if play I wrote. That's the play you wrote. <laughs> yeah? Uh, yeah. Like, seriously, those are, like, I literally wrote a play called Man After Superman about the guy that dates Lois Lane after, after S- Superman. That's awesome. You were talking about that last time, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's on the new play network now, so hopefully somebody else will read it and actually. How do you get to it? Uh, online, you can actually right. look up my name. I think at this point, and just type in like "Man After Superman" and my first name and last name, and it shows up. Let's look it up. Uh, oh shit! New play network or new play exchange or something like that. Man After Superman. New play exchange. Yeah. Newplayexchange.org. Yeah. It's a, I'll it's link a that in the description. Yeah. Confader, nerdcore, funny. <laughs> By Gregory Chafin. That's my name. Don't wear it out. What? Don't wear it out. <laughs> Clark Kent is actually one of the people in it. Yeah. Dude. I'm not supposed to, I shouldn't have done that, but it's parody. It's whatever. Clark, you never see Superman. It's only ever Clark Kent. Okay. But the guy that dates Lois Lane, like, sees through the BS. <laughs> So it was like, you could talk to me. Like, I know who you are. And he's like, I'm Clark Kent. (laughs) (laughs) And and like Like, Dan's like, like at some point in time, Dan's like, listen, Superman. He's like, Superman chooses not to hear you, Dan. (laughs) 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 That's amazing. But like, it's the whole thing where this character is dating Lois Lane. And like, how can you ever measure up to literally Superman? Um, you know, for Lois Lane. So it's. I'd love. Have you ever seen the um the? I think it's Funny or Die. Fuck, maybe it's not. I don't know. Probably it's College Humor, Funny or Die. They hit one of those. of those. Like they have the eight bit episodes with like oh, Star yeah. Wars and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you ever seen the one with Superman and Lois Lane? No. Where Superman's like, all right, let's get crazy, and Lois Lane's like, yeah, whip it out, and he whips it out, and it's like this octopus tentacle. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's insane. Look. <laughs> <laughs> he's like what she's like what do what do i do? it has teeth like what do you want me to do with that he's like i'm kryptonian like what what what's going on here she's like i i'm gonna go home <laughs> just fucking walks out <laughs> no it doesn't go there so this one doesn't go there <laughs> that's, that's but okay it, like to that's, the point to where like that's was, pretty far that's yeah, fine that was further than i went <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the show that I wrote, like, I just literally stole any Marvel or DC character I could figure out how to put in this lame-ass world I created. <laughs> like, I'm going to put in Iron Man, but just call him Steel Boy. Well, no, like, <laughs> like uh, what's his name? Dan Pageant. Louis Daniel Pageant is the name of the character. Goes yep. by Dan. Yep. Literally, he is Microwave Man in the Superman series. Like, the very first character that ever put Superman in his fucking place was Microwave Man. And at the end of that, and like what they like left it, the comic series left it that Microwave Man had like Superman up against the ropes. End of comic. It was like literally episode like like issue twenty five or twenty or something. Oh like my that. god, that's awesome! And then when they came back, like they were ready to kill off Superman. Sales weren't high. You know what I mean? They were like, they, and we they, got Microwave and guy. Went, and microwave guy. <laughs> microwave, yeah. And then this dude, and then that issue sold a lot. And then they were like, okay, cool. We're going to keep Superman. And 
at the next issue, the guy is abducted by aliens, comes back 50 years later, and Superman's like, oh, I've been preparing for you. Plow, you're dead. <laughs> Fuck you, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Superman figured out how to get around Microwave Man's powers just by going, oh, I'll just wait 50 years. Yeah, I'll wait half a century and like think on yeah, this. Yeah, but it, like, they like literally, oh, how do, he had Superman up against strips. How do we even get rid of this guy? And they're like, abduct him by aliens. So like aliens come and take him, and he comes back and he's like, I have the universe's knowledge and superman's like yeah blink yeah <laughs> yeah i've got plot armor bitch get exactly. the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah but anyway so i used that character dan as like the character that fell, falls in love with lois after so like it ended up being like he can't let go of lois's past mm. and it breaks that racial relationship apart and he's like i just wish i had powers so i could show her how much and so he throws everything in the fucking microwave Grabs the microwave and becomes microwave man. Um, and then you have it. like the epilogue of Lois Lane writing the writing the article about the fight between Superman and microwave man. That's um, awesome. But like that, and it's all it's all less than like the whole play is built around like letting go of somebody else's past. Yeah. So, like, I wish I could think of more awesome <laughs> things like that. Like sometimes, dude, you wrote a play. Yeah. Don't think that you need to do more than that. I need to write more plays. That's you should. You I absolutely do. should write more plays. But, yeah. Sometimes the ideas just go eh, six six paragraphs in, and then yeah. swipe gone. Yeah, I had to um, force myself <laughs> to write, and I don't. I don't. I don't write. I don't write at all. Yeah. I fucking suck at writing. I've always sucked at writing. Yeah, I just only want to get you better. I I woke up in the middle of the night, mad as I've ever been, because I had a dream. And I'm at least smart enough to, like, wake up and be mad and not think about anything outside of, like, what, what's going on. I literally, like, that's, that's my superpower. Because I've got really intense dreams when they happen. I don't dream very often. But yeah. when I do, it's crazy. And I woke up, and I had this horrific dream, and it bothered the hell out of me. And I literally, like, woke up, got pissed, and I walked downstairs, grabbed a huge glass of water because that's just my normal thing and I sat down and I wrote it out because I was like what I just dreamed that could be an amazing play yeah like I, I could make that pretty incredible like that just the idea and it was this really weird thing and it was basically about a guy that has like short term amnesia yeah and about how you deal with that in a domestic relationship that's maybe not going so well mm. and so I wrote the first act of that play in about three days and again I'm not a good writer it's probably terrible but then the whole point was that the second act shows the reversal of what happens and so all I have are like these little bits and pieces of the parts of the second act that I've never put together just like I need to make this work. But I'm not smart enough to do it. <laughs> but that was the whole idea. But it was one of those weird things. Like, I mean, you're talking about this really cool idea that you have, and it's amazing when you have an idea that inspires you like that. Yeah. Like, I I wrote Man After Superman in, like, three months. Yeah. And, like... Yeah. So, like, and every other play I've ever written, even the one acts, have been, like years yeah <laughs> like oh yeah just like sometimes 
I don't know, I remember which philo- ancient philosopher had the idea, but like that the muses flew around and all of the ideas were like in a circular mm-hmm. map pattern. Every idea that could ever happen ever. Yeah. Is flying around the planet. Mm-hmm. And occasionally it goes boink and lands on somebody. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. No. And it, sometimes it pinks off of them and they only get half of it and it hits somebody else over here and they get the rest of it. Yeah. That's Elton John and yeah, his buddy that yeah. wrote, wrote the music. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like it keeps <laughs> bouncing all those ideas just keep bouncing around. Yeah. So like, I'd fully believe that like man after Superman, I was like, oh, that's that's my idea. Like yeah. that was the one thing that was that was the meteor that was gonna hit me. It landed. Yeah, and it was great. And then now I don't like anymore. I write and I like get two, three scenes in, mm-hmm. and I'll go to bed and I'll wake up and be like, ah, fuck, I forgot. I'll be like, I'll read it and I was like, this is really good. I don't remember how this ends. Yeah. You know, like I wrote a World War Three play, like very Ender's Game, where it's like, yeah. Uh, you know, just three guys. Like, literally, the tagline was, like, these guys saved America with Snickers and Mountain Dew. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which, if you ever know, if you've ever met gamers, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the whole idea is that, yeah. like, these three guys are literally fighting World War Three. No humans are involved. It's like. <laughs> oh, shit. It's like just drones? Yeah, it's just drones, and they're just fighting. And, oh, that's definitely and Ender's one of the, Game. Yeah, it's Ender's Game, and then one of the guys inside the room, inside of our you know, thing mm. slips the virus in and says, Hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Never comes back. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's so these two guys saving the world while also like dealing with drones that are fighting yeah. themselves. Like it's, <sighs> it was a really cool idea. And then I was like, how do I even portray this on stage? Yeah. Like, do I just show that on the screen? Dude, that them? might be a really cool concept though. Like when you think about how gaming has gone so crazy, that is true. That might be a new type of medium. Well, and especially in the COVID area era, I could probably do that as like a. You could do it as a Twitch channel. Yeah. Wow, you could. That'd be cool. Yeah, do it as a live Twitch like show almost. Yeah, you just have to have the right game to make it seem like that's what's happening. That's that, where, that would. That's be the problem. You got to program a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a billion dollar idea. <laughs> and four dollars to and start. Four dollars to start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fish tank. Let's make it happen. <laughs> We're gonna make this work. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know when, but it's gonna happen. Yeah. No, but that's. I think that's a genius idea, though. But like that was the idea. Is like the whole idea that, like, a lot of my plays are like that. Like I wrote a play once that was called "In the Chambers of the Headliners," which is just like monologues about people from death row. Uh, Wow, because like, that's uplifting. It was, actually. Um, really? It's comedy. It's all right. Um, <laughs> uh, this is what I love about comedians. You find things and the worst things. Yeah. Well, it wasn't necessarily... It was like it was... The idea was, was I wanted to take everybody to like the level of being creeped out because we did it as a black box. So like they're sitting as close as we are. Yeah. It's the best thing about black take, box. Yeah, take it to that level... And, like, get really intense with it, really serious, really, like, I'm uncomfortable in my seat as an audience member. Yeah. And then joke. Like, literally take you all the way up to climax and then drop out. Yeah. Uh, And what that did as a social experiment is made the audience, like, even more repulsed. You know, the jokes. Really? Yeah. Like, it was kind of a crazy thing. It's not like I intended that to be, but, like, sitting there watching the show, I was like, Oh, that's what's happening right now. I did a thing. Uh oh. I should write this down for psychology class. Yeah. Um, 
But you wrote that whole show. Yeah, I like wrote the and the Chambers headliners to do that show. Like I wrote that show like in two weeks. Jeez. Like that was back in the day when I like would write every night. Like I'd go Man. out with friends and call. Like you talk about like you had an apartment by yourself. I had an apartment with who was my wife became my wife. Yeah. And she we like literally we had one room that was bedroom, another room that was the den, and then the living room and all this stuff. Nobody ever came over except for like two people mm-hmm. every five weeks. Yep. Um, <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> kind of lame. Also called marriage. Uh, yeah. Well, we weren't <laughs> married at the time. Might as well have been. Yeah. But um, I would go out every night and like hang out with friends and go out to parties and do all that stuff and then come home. And then I'd just like sit and write until like three, four in the morning. Go to wow. sleep. Go to sleep. Power sleep for like an hour and a half. Get up. Go to class. Oh, man, I miss those days. I miss those days like crazy. I still try to capture them every once in a while. Like, I'll find 2.30 oh, and 4.30 in the morning sometimes, and I'll be like, I was being really creative. And then I'll go to sleep and wake up, and I'm like, I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I hate everything about me. Dude, I did that last night. I, <laughs> I, I barbecued, like, like literally barbecued like this. It, it's called a pork butt. It's really I know the shoulder. It is. Yeah. yeah, pork shoulder. And uh, it was the first time I've ever done it. I bought an offset smoker. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And Welcome I started at 11 a.m. I was like, I got this. Because I stay up late. I'm mm-hmm. all good. And it got to about midnight. Or, no, it got to about 11 o'clock. And I put the temperature thing in. I was like, this is not going to fucking go well. So I ma- manipulated the charcoals. And I'm like trying to get everything right to where it's heating just a bit more to get the internal temperature up. Yeah. And I know that's not the right thing. But it was like, I'm either going to sleep or I'm going to not be able to eat any of this, and I know I'm going to work out tomorrow. Yeah. And I work out at 7 a.m., so I have to wake up at about 6. Yeah. I was like, 2 a.m., I'm like literally sitting at the island, like shredding the pork, <laughs> and I get enough of it into the bag to be like, I did it, yay, and I went to bed. <laughs> and I never felt like more shit than I did this morning where I didn't get enough sleep. Yeah. It's like, I can't, like, I used to be able to go to bed at 4 o'clock in the morning and wake up at 8, and I'd be a king. Yeah. And, dude, I went to bed at 2. I woke up at 6, 10, and I felt like I could fucking die. Yeah. Like, nope, nope, can't do it anymore. Yeah, last night I went to bed at, like, 2.30 and, like, had no, like, the no sleep tossing and turning, where it's just like, get comfortable here. Close eyes, open eyes. Well, that was a good 10 minutes. Get comfortable. Close eyes, open eyes. That was a good 30 minutes. Oh, my God. I can't I can't do it. And I did that all the way until, like, 8. Then I was like, oh, I got to get up. Yep. So, like, it's... Dude, my sleep schedule doesn't work for normal humans. Like, if I was able to go to bed at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning and wake up at 1030 and then have the rest of the day until 3 o'clock, I'd be fine. Yeah, I never have any issue, but that's not how it works. Not in real life. No. Not in real life, no. Which drives me nuts because it's like I- I'd be fine, I'd be good, there wouldn't be any issues. But I can't, I just can't do it. Like, I, like we got home from working out, so we like we go work out, we leave about six thirty or six forty, drop the kids off, go work out, come home, we're home by about eight twenty or so. Got an hour long workout and then grab a cup of coffee and I'll go upstairs and I'll chug the cup of coffee. And my hope is always the caffeine's going to hit me at the right time. 
Yeah. And some days it does. I'm like, woo, fuck yeah. And I'll just run and do whatever <laughs> I need to do. Most of the time, that's not what happens. Most of the time what happens is I get caught. I'm just like, I, I need like an hour of sleep more. But my wife is this hyper-motivated person. And that's an amazing thing. And she's an amazing woman. And it is not great for our relationship. Because <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you're married to somebody that's that hyper-motivated. Yeah. And, and you're like, I just, I just need like thir- 30 minutes of sleep. I need 30 minutes. It's like, uh, no. Okay, but like 30 minutes. Yeah. And I'll be a new man. It's like, you need to get showered and do this. And I love my wife enough where I'm like, I know you're right. But, I, but I'm going to go probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> my problem is, is that there's no 30-minute nap for me anymore. Like, it's not that I <laughs> Like, if my eyes close... There's going to be six hours. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, that's, that's just, like, my body goes, oh, sleep time. Yeah. Which is, like, I wear my shoes around the house all the time. I, like, don't take my shoes off until it's time for bed because I have a harder time falling asleep if I have shoes on. Yep. But, like, I literally, like, I'm the guy that's, like, oh, I'm going to lay on the floor and play with the kids for a little while. And then the kids get up and go do something. And then I'll just, I'll wake up the next day on the floor <laughs> right where I was. Like, and. I've done that. Yep. Yeah. Nobody tries to help me get up or anything. No, huh? they just leave you there. Yeah, that's the worst part about being a dad. They just fucking leave you. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They're crawling all over your face. Yes, yeah. dude. There was a well when they're older. They just kind of like, Dad, are you asleep? <laughs> all right, yeah, there he is. At least I have nice kids that are like throw a blanket on top of me. Oh, that's very nice. It's not ever spread out. It's normally just yeah, a just, ball. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to prove a point. Like, come the fuck on, Dad. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, now my like, uh, it's not college anymore. You're not passing out. This isn't cool, yeah. <laughs> dude. I'm not passing out in general. I am tired because I'm raising you. <laughs> you know, this you know is that your electricity problem. you like to use. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Isn't it fantastic? How about the shirts? You like shirts? <laughs> what about that blanket you threw on top of me? <laughs> Allowances, you don't get to make allowance. The money tree doesn't just go like, poof, oh, they did their chores. <laughs> One of the most embarrassing ones was uh, I. it was at our lake house, and, like, we had just been going. Like, it just felt like we were going and going. And my kids always take this, like, two-hour nap. Yeah. Like, And if it's not a nap, it's quiet time. So you're either in your room and taking a nap, or you're in your room and you're quiet. Gotcha. And uh, you're reading books, whatever it is. So it's it's their own little time, and they do it at daycare, so we try to do it as much as we can at our place. And uh, <laughs> there was one day that I can't remember what had gone on that week, but I just remember I was fucking exhausted. Not, like, no drinking, no craziness, no staying up late. I was just absolutely completely totally exhausted yeah and i made the mistake of like wrestling with my kids and my wife took my youngest and i continued to like wrestle with my oldest and he was like dad i'm gonna take a nap and i was like all right take a nap and i laid back and i was like i'm gonna take a nap too and i thought i was pretending and i wasn't because he woke up before i woke up and i'm pretty sure it was not 
a, it wasn't a good race because I think he fell asleep after me and then woke up way before me. And I came out and like, have you ever had one of those naps where you can't even tell time? Mm-mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's how I felt. It was like I I had closed like his his window. We have blackout <laughs> curtains. I'd close like shut everything off, turn the fan on. Everything's going great. And I woke up and came out. I was like, I felt like the Terminator, but kind of wasted. Oh yeah. Like, what year is it? And my wife's like, was it a good nap? I was like, what 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 time is it? Now keep in mind, I went to bed apparently at like 12.45 and I apparently woke up about 4 and I hadn't done that since college and this was like 2 years ago Yeah, it's like oh no like when you get older that is horrible oh it's, it's like, the worst experience of my life to have a nap anymore if I nap yeah. I, my week is ruined yeah it's <laughs> like, like oh gee it's a Saturday I could have been doing so much shit Mother, yeah. and if I'd have been like hung over, it'd have been like, oh, whatever. I feel better now. It wasn't that at all. I felt fantastic. I was just exhausted. Yeah, it's like from the week or th- weeks before. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Just fucking three and a half hours lost. God damn it, mother. Uh, I was probably I was probably either <laughs> a senior in high school or my first year at college that uh, I took a nap and I woke up. And I turned on the TV, and on the TV was what to groggy Greg was <laughs> Jeopardy, uh-huh. Celebrity Jeopardy, <laughs> and it, uh, we've all seen the SNL sketch where it's like Sean Connery and he's yep. like "fuck you, Trebek," <laughs> you know, <laughs> "sucking Trebek." Yep, uh, all of that stuff. I took it as legit. I lived in the basement <laughs> of my parents' house. There is no light at all. I didn't leave the room. Oh my god! I like. I turned it on. I was like, "That's crazy." What time is it? I'm gonna eat this rice cake. I'm gonna go back to bed. And I went back to bed. And I woke up the next day and went to school and was talking to somebody. I was like, "Did you see the Celebrity Jeopardy yesterday afternoon?" And they're like, "What? Do you mean Saturday and it's Monday?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like, I my took a nap, God. confused myself about Jet. Like, I legit thought that, like, Sean Connery was just an absolute douche to Alex <laughs> <laughs> Like, in real life. I was like, I believed it. And somebody's like, Greg, that isn't real. <laughs> like, what kind of world am I living in? I don't know. <laughs> it's like the period of time where, like, Gladiator. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to turn on Gladiator every night. That sounds about right. Yeah. That was that was well, Gladiator. Like I watched that all the time, but three hundred was I think my Gladiator as oh, far yeah. as college or high school was concerned. Yeah, three hundred was well after. I mean, three hundred. Yeah. I, I think, think three hundred was, was when I was in community college. Yeah, I think that's when I was. Three hundred. I was like almost out of college. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. E. No, I. I uh, remember that like, I had several friends that were like, randomly like fixated on that show because again theater and it was the first time out of school or out of like high school and their small towns because I went to State Fair Community College yeah and I remember talking to a buddy of mine he was like dude I'm just like so in shape so yeah 
It's like, what fucking happened? Like, I had a brother who was a power lifter who yeah. looked amazing all the time. So it wasn't weird to me. It was just yeah. like, yeah, that's what you look like when you work out. It's like, dude, seriously. <laughs> I was like, I'm used to this in musical theater. I got this. Not a problem. Yeah. And they started dating a girl. I was like, but I thought you said, like, we were, we were just talking about the 300 guys. Yeah. And, like, he wouldn't admit it at that point. It was like, no, I just really like the movie. Like, you were pretty explicit about your conversations about their abs. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Everyone was impressed. Yeah. You were more impressed. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> just, just admit it. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, she it's might be completely okay with all of this. Well, you know, even if she's not, what does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> Your opinions on something are totally different. Yeah. But no. After after you he playing the minors and not go pro. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you think you can qualify doesn't mean you can make the team. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard so many people say that in the theater. <laughs> uh, it was really interesting. Because, like, you watch that movie and you're like, yeah, they're fucking impressive. But this dude was just like, dude, seriously, look at that. Like, Yeah, yeah, it turns out if you work out how they were working out yeah. for two months, you're going to look like that. Oh, and those dudes, it was way more than two months. Yeah. And, and a lot more injections and and uh, eating oh, chicken breast, broccoli, and rice. Only. 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 Yeah. And only, like two cups of rice a day yeah the rest was chicken breast i mean let's broccoli. be honest that's still like six million rice oh yeah <laughs> dude when you look at some of the celebrity workouts when you like because i'm obsessed oh, with that i am too like i actually presently am doing that workout oh yeah the spartacus thing that they came up with like i'm currently in that world where i'm trying to do that like two or three times a week and now i am by no means looking to look like that yeah <laughs> You're going to have to get some, some science pumped yeah. into you. Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I, think I need... I do. I, d I don't... I, I get like, testosterone replacement therapy. I, I don't I don't nope. know that I have that... I don't know that I'm lacking in, in the creation of my own testosterone. I was. Anyway. No, and I, yeah. like, I, I believe it. Like yeah. It's a lot of things a lot of guys have. Yeah. But just for me personally, it's just like... I rock climb. I like like. I'm a very active human being. No, I know. But I'm like not in the shape I want to be in. And I like. I need something that's going to take what I have presently mm -hmm. and tone it. I don't want to build anything. No, I get it. I just want to look better. No, no, I I t totally get it. And Mine's like vanity, not not. No, I no. It was for me. That wasn't the the issue at all. I went in like literally. I went in to get a baseline. I was like, yeah. all right, I'm third. I think I was 31 when I started, and um. I went in and was just like, all right, well, I'm going to get a baseline. That way, when I'm 40, 45, whatever yeah. number it is, that way I know what I've got, and I'll be good to go. And they took my blood work in, and, like, a week later, they were like, hey, uh, why don't you come in? You have insurance, right? It's like, that's a weird way to start this conversation. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And uh, they're like, okay, cool. Come in. And so scheduled an appointment for the next day. And, um, like, I'd been working out for four years, three times a week, lifting heavy, you know. I won't say I was good at cardio or anything like that, but, I I mean, I definitely put in a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, I went from 195 mostly fat to 195 mostly muscle. Yeah. And uh, I, still, I still got this. I still got 
a little a little something something but like all of this was gained there yeah and uh so i was like no i'm good no problem and uh they showed me my fucking blood work and i had less testosterone than like a 92 year old dude whoa they were like um look here's the deal <laughs> like we don't normally recommend like that you go on kind of a a crazy schedule but we kind of need you to go on a crazy schedule cuz we're not we're not they weren't pumping like 2000 into me to make me some jacked human. Yeah. They were trying to get me to a normal 31-year-old male. Yeah. And I was so far below that that they were like, "Dude, you have to do this." Yeah. And so I did it. And I felt awesome. And I actually have to call them back cuz I need to get my stuff redone because they send it to me now and I just stab myself in the butt and it's good yeah. to go. But yeah, it's it was crazy. Like the thing that I tell people whenever I talk about it, it's like, I never, I didn't feel like crazy. Like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill the world. But like my joints and shit. Yeah. Stopped hurting. It was the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. It was like that your body was, was making the parts that it needs to do the thing that's supposed to do. Yeah. But it was awesome. And so whenever like well, I now hear I'm that, gonna go get my blood work. No, I totally think like I, uh, I am a hundred percent. I'm 38 years old. I should probably should have done that by now. Yeah. But and you might notice like they, They'll tell you, like, the blood work doesn't lie. Yeah. Like, it's not like they can well, test it. I got to finish what I'm dealing with now, and then yeah. I'll go get my blood work done. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, right now, like, I haven't ever, I didn't tell you this before we started the podcast. It's part of the podcast now, I guess. Um, so, last week. Yep. Had, well, two weeks ago, well, about a month ago, I had ear pain. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, crap, ear pain. Don't like that. Yeah. History of ear problems in my family as well as in my life. Eight year operations yeah. when I was in elementary school. Oh, Jesus. I was like, shit, I shouldn't have ear pain. I don't ever have ear pain. Mm-hmm. Crap. Go to the ER. They're like, hey, it's inflamed. We don't know what's going on. Give me drops. Two weeks later, go to a doctor. Go to the ear, nose, third doctor. Ear, nose, third doctor says, looks at my ear, literally looks at my ear for like less than two seconds. And he's like, I don't feel comfortable talking to you about this. I'm going to schedule you for a CAT scan. And you're going to meet this other guy. <laughs> and I was like, Thanks, Doc. I was like, mm, okay. And he's like, here's some steroids and here's some antibiotic, and you're going to put that in both ears, like, all day. <laughs> like, you're just going to, like, bathe in this shit. Um, anyway, so I do that, go to get a CAT scan. CAT scan people are, like, super, like, Monday morning. It's, like, 8. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, hey, how's it going? You have any metal on you? No metals on your plate? Okay. And just cool my plate. cock ring. Yeah, you know, where's my coffee? <laughs> yeah, like, where's my coffee? Like, my Prince Albert. Is that going to be a problem? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got a ladder. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it goes all the way up. Yep. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, for her pleasure. Um, anyway, she, they go back there. They do the scan. Cat scans, like, from when I was a kid. It was, like, a two-hour endeavor. It mm-hmm. was, like, ten minutes. Yep. Um and yeah. then they come back. And, ah, shit! And they like t- they come back ten minutes later, and they're no longer Monday morning. I don't know that they have like super jacked coffee, mm-hmm. but they all of a sudden are like super pleasant and like, oh, let me talk to you about these things and these things and these things. Oh, and oh was, great! That, yeah, that's like, fantastic. Can like, you, you tell guys, me what the fuck you just saw? Yeah, and they can't because they're just texts. They can't. Uh, oh, they're not doctors, so I have to wait the whole week. And I go in on Friday. Go in on Friday last week, and. I find out that in my right ear, I have cholesteatoma, which is a disease. Uh, it's like an infection slash disease that can happen where like 
your eardrum pops back a little bit and then you end up with like a bunch of dead skin develops there mm-hmm. creates a sac creates a place for bacteria that back specific bacteria that will grow in that environment mm-hmm. like eats the eardrum eats the ear bones eats the ear the inner ear and then it starts to eat away at like bone plate does it open up a hole between your eardrum and your brain pretty much that's i think that might be what my brother had yeah that's what i have except for mine didn't go up it went down so uh, like my right jaw like it's very pa- like they said it's like nearly paper thin like mm-hmm. if i was to get busted in the face like in my jaw like i could just be done yeah period type H- thing how's your equilibrium fine i'm a rock climber well i mean like <laughs> how is it now i guess like it's, it's fine my, right now it's like fine. i like i've never had problems where i'm like oh i have vertigo or yeah, that was my brother's issue. Yeah. Was, he had the same thing. Well, see, yeah. It went up, though. Yeah. So mine mine went, mine did not go up. It happens with in-shape people. I mean, that's one of the biggest triggers. Like, when they see that you're in shape, that's yeah, one of the issues. So, um, and then uh, I had that same problem when I was in kindergarten. So, mm-hmm. left ear. Um, uh, I had this operation before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I know how, and I now have to go through it again. It sucks. It's the worst thing. They yep. like it's so far progressed that like they're like we're gonna have to scrape out the bone. We're gonna see what we can do to shove in there to mm. re solidify shit. Yeah. Well, they're gonna put titanium bones in my right ear. It's all kinds of crazy. And then um, my left ear, they just did not surgically prepare for. They did the ear surgery when I was in kindergarten. Yeah. And whatnot. When they put the ear back together after scraping it out and stuff, they put it back together as if it was done growing no for fuck's sake. so so like my left ear actually the ear canal turns two times like think about going like in a halloween corridor yeah you go down the hall you take a left you go down the hall you take a right like that's my eardrum that's how you my ear canal is in my left ear and the doctor's like we're just gonna keep putting drops in that we're just gonna maintain there until we get all the cholesteatoma taken care of and shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like really big deal happening, but it's not like detrimental. Like I'm literally dealing with one of the top five year doctors in the nation. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lee Summit. It's like I'm I'm not concerned. Yeah. Uh, other than I don't want to have to go through with it, but <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but but also like you know uh, you've known me long enough. Like I do have a little bit of like an inferiority issue sometimes, you do. and like. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, shit. Like, like now I'm going to be even lesser of a man because I don't have, because my ears aren't doing the thing that they're supposed to do. Oh, fuck that shit. I know. It's an anxiety brain. And of course. Like, you know, the way society makes me want to look like, look like, act like, smell like, do everything of Brad course. Pitt does. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not ever going to be. Yeah. I don't. Well, and, and, the, and the biggest secret is neither is Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. Dated a girl in high school that was like, yeah, my aunt slept with Brad Pitt when they were at Mizzou. He's got a little dick. It's all good. Don't worry ah. about it. Well, I, I, <laughs> I don't know that I have anything to brag about either. So, yeah, I'm sorry, man. That's awful. You get. I mean, sorry's needed. Here. I mean, I'd rather know. I'd rather have the knowledge and know yeah. than have it eat through my jaw. And like one day I'll have a hamburger, and it's literally the last hamburger I get to eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, but it won't be because you got it. Yeah, you're getting it solved. Yeah. But I mean, like, if my jaw didn't work anymore, I'd only eat smoothies. Yeah. Even if it was a hamburger, it would be a hamburger smoothie. <laughs> um, you have a very positive outlook on the situation. I have to. Like, if you don't. Well, you. I've been through a lot of BS. I was going to so say, like, you're, you are supremely. 
um, qualified to qualified deal to bullshit. deal with bullshit. I think yes, exactly. Thank you for finishing it, but you finished it perfectly. Yeah. I mean, you you you've dealt with a lot. I mean, you know, when we were on the podcast last time, we talked about a lot about your dad yeah. and the situation regarding him. Um, you you've you've been in a lot of, you know, I don't want to call them horrific situations to you know. No, it it was say anything, but like it, it's it, you definitely haven't been dealt the best. Like, yeah, the cards. Best. Yeah, I haven't been, been. Yeah, I would say that's true. But yeah. you know, I'm still winning the game, so it doesn't matter. No. Um, uh, yeah. We had, well, when is when's the when's the surgery gonna happen? Surgery is uh, September 29th. I have to have my COVID test the 25th. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, are they gonna do the throat one where you have to get gagged, or the one where they touch your brain? I think it's the touch my brain one. I'm oh, sure. cool! That'll be good. Yeah, that's You're, what my son had to get. But <laughs> seriously, yeah. Oh my god, uh, the ones that my yeah. my wife was convinced for a while that we we had it in our family because we kept ca- like passing around this random, horrible, like cough thing. Yeah, and I think everybody did it at the time, and I think yeah, it's COVID. I think it's that's just how I feel too. And like <laughs> we, n- nobody in our family ever tested positive. Like, and she was driving people up like it was yeah. like she she was on the freedom train <laughs> just like do we have covid no okay we're coming back do you have covid no we don't <laughs> but i mean she she was very responsible in that but like we n- nobody in our families really had it I but i think once they finally kind of get the test working right we're all going to have the antibodies we're all going to have had it yeah. like i think this was I really believe, and again, tinfoil hat guy here at times, I really, really believe that when this is all said and done, this is going to be one of those things that, like, it had already tapped the population. It was just tapping, like, it was just killing the people that... It was designed to kill. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I... that's how I feel. It's like and it, it was designed, like yeah. not designed. That might not be the right that, word. That's but a like too tinfoil hat. It designed itself. I'm like, yeah. that's what it is. It's it's, a evo- virus. it's yeah. It's evolution doing its thing. Yeah. It's, it's like, like <laughs> no, we're gonna absolutely take care of the people that uh, you know. Like when you look at the pe- like when you look at the population that's super young, like yeah. 18 or less. Yeah. It's like there's one thing or two things I should say that keep them both together. It's like the people that die. Yeah. And the two things are they're fat, they're overweight, or they vape. Oops. Uh, no. Like, better than cigarettes. Um, better than cigarettes. Yeah. But again, like, it's just not po- – like, smoking cigarettes just isn't popular with that yeah. age group right now. Vaping is. Yeah. If it was cigarettes, it would be the same thing. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, and it was but when it was SARS and it was when it was – Exactly. So it's just uh, switched, but yeah. it's lung function. But then you keep going up an age group, and it's the same thing until you get to elderly. Yeah. Like when you get 60 Well, I mean, it's almost plus. like evolution is still doing the thing where it's like, all right, I'm going to take care of the weak and the elderly and remove them from the population because it's hurting. Dude, if you tell that to the populace, though, they're going to get so mad. I brought that did up to so many that? people. Did you? Did we just say that on a podcast, though? Oh, fuck I'm yeah. sorry. I hope you get a lot of likes, though. Oh, I, I, <laughs> dude, I don't give a shit. Yeah. That's how like I felt from the beginning. It's Wait, like, dude. Come to me. I don't like, care. No, I, I've looked at that from the beginning. It's like I hate to say it, and I have people that are elderly that, I mean, my yeah. great uncle 
is 90 years old. Yeah. He is the reason he has to stay away from all of us exactly. for months. I have a grandmother, same situation. They have to stay away. But this disease, without question, is just like, hey, um, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And it's terrifying, and it's sad, and it's awful, but it's 100% true. Yeah. Well, I mean, as soon as COVID started to hit, I opened up a book that I bought, like, I'm going to say 10 years ago, decade ago. It's called A Distant Mirror, The Calamitous 13th Century. I know. Nice. Great reader I am. <laughs> um, but in you, that, always, you always have the most inspirational books. Well, I mean, this is, <laughs> it, it is. Well, the thing about the book was is I bought it because it covers the plague. Okay. Uh, like a long, long time ago. So I bought it because it covers the plague. But what I didn't realize when I bought it, and I was using it for research on stuff that I was going to write. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, it, they have actual letters between people that were trapped at home from the plague. Like, oh, Jesus like Christ. Literally, this guy was throwing letters out of his window because he wouldn't leave home because he's quarantining himself away from the plague. That letter got to said other person. That person also stepped at their house and has family and everybody dying in the house from plague writes back since it's the other guy. Like they have all of this correspondence in this book. And I started to read it and I was like, man, you could just do this as theater. Like, yeah, just like have two guys on stage and just talk what they're writing. And that's it. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, but it's, it's so crazy. Cause it didn't change. No. Like what happened then is still now. I just got it in text. <laughs> email text whatever it was yep yeah it's crazy yeah the only positive uh, about our current generation is that <laughs> the uh, letter didn't contain the virus yeah that was being sent i don't know it didn't contain that virus yeah true <laughs> but that new, <laughs> but that new uh that new webcam that i bought sure as fuck did yeah Jeez. oh did it <laughs> who knows i'm sure it, i i don't know man this has just been a crazy time. I mean, that I think that's the biggest lesson to take away. It's like this has just been a crazy time where people are doing crazy things, thinking they're doing the right thing, and we have no idea what's going on. Yeah, no, well, no, it, I think that's kind of how the pot's been stirred. Yeah. Uh, on not, not just on a political scale, but, like, on a world scale. Like, we don't know. Our, I think we've officially reached the point where it's like we got to make some big changes on a global scale before – any good's going to happen to anybody because yeah. we're all every country in the world just literally we're all looking at each other going you're effed up <laughs> yeah you think i'm effed up you're effed up and look at look at that guy over there he's mm-hmm. effed up too you yeah know? like yeah everybody's just kind of pointing their fingers going well at least we're not as bad as australia and australia's like well, at least we're not as bad as france and france yeah. is like at least we're not as bad as yemen like it doesn't matter who it is everybody's like well we could be worse and mm-hmm. then america was like hold my beer yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, and, and to actually a point. give me my beer back. I'll do it with the beer in my. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least we'll keep our beer around. <laughs> no, I mean, like, and this is the weird thing. So I, um, this morning I was, I, I always try, even when I don't like the the issue or the the way that it's presented. I always try to like put myself in a position where I'm watching those that I either agree or disagree with. And somebody that I actually used to really agree with and really enjoy watching was John Oliver on Last Week Tonight. Yeah. Love him. Um, unfortunately, since Trump got elected, it's just been like, I hate Trump, I hate Trump, I hate Trump, I hate Trump, and I hate Trump. And it's like, I'm okay. Yeah. 
Uh, but I'm not going to watch that every week. Like, I get it. I get it. But, yeah. you know, I, I like to be entertained, and all you're doing is, like, whining. And I get it. Yeah, but but uh, but I don't I, I I can't watch that every week. I, I halfway wonder though whether or not John Oliver is being the gifted comedian that he is, mm-hmm. whether or not he has modeled that after modern day news media, because it's just the same thing day after day after day. If he came out a year from now and said that that's what he was doing, I'd be like that was the most brilliant bit of acting ever. But you're pretending to be news. Yeah. And that's what Jon Stewart was always so good at. And that's what I feel like his program is modeled after. Not the day by day, but the idea that I can present this in a different way. Yeah. And I can present different things. And that's why I always like listening to him. It was like, I can listen to people making fun of things that I agree with. Yeah. As long as you put yourself in a position where you're giving me information. Yeah. And I was listening to this one because I saw that it was a map of China and I was like okay well this is interesting and he did this episode and of course like he threw Trump's name out and again right now I don't care not for that reason I don't care I just was like I kind of zoned it out because I listened to that too much on his programming but he brought it back almost immediately but the whole thing was that China has had this kind of racial war against the North east uh, corner northeast state of like if you think about the map of China yeah. of their union and he broke it all down and about how they have these basically like enslavement camps yeah and it's awful and it's terrifying and it's wrong and I absolutely applaud that guy for bringing it to the forefront to say like this is what is going on yeah and i loved it i wish that was news right now but yeah no not here like i look you can if i had a hundred people around me right now if there were a hundred people out there and i said i support i used to be a republican yeah. Right? I'm a libertarian, whatever it was. And everybody in that group of 100 said, F you, you're a Democrat. Or we're Democrats and we don't like what you think. Be like, cool. Do you think that China should like be against these people? Yeah. No, that's awful. All right, we found one thing. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah, but I mean, not every... The problem is, is that, that, that that goes against... On a global scale, it goes against the country mentality. Mm-hmm. America is exactly. the best. End of story. There is no other lane on that highway. Mm-hmm. China is best. There is no other lane on that highway. Exactly. North Korea is best. There is no other lane on that highway. And to be fair, there is no other lane on that highway yeah. because they can't fucking build it. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> uh, but, but no, I, I understand that. Like there, There's a part of all of us, I think, that is a nationalist. Yeah. Like you want to be proud of America. Yeah, we do want to be proud of America. We make we it really hard be. sometimes. Yeah, we do. But uh, one of the reasons <laughs> that it makes it so hard is because of the system that we have implemented. Exactly. And I just think we had we can move forward. I mean, we can. Yeah. We just it's gonna take a lot of. It's gonna take a lot of heartache before you know. Like, yeah. I don't know. 
I feel like we got to get away from the America that we used to know in, in order to be like, oh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, then, no, I, I totally And then agree. all of a sudden we're like, okay, we got our next FDR. Oh, mm. um, uh, well, don't. Uh, I we don't need to talk about that guy. I know. You don't like him. I hate FDR. You can dislike him all you want, but I make the money I make now because of him. Um, yeah, and all those Japanese that were in internment camps. I yeah, didn't. well, <laughs> just because you did a bad thing doesn't mean that it cancels your good things. Oh, that's a pretty bad thing. Yeah. Well, Besides that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the show? That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But, yeah, like we can't – every president in history has done some really treacherous things, let's be honest. They have. I mean, FDR even pranced all of the, the freshly caught Native Americans that he had in his presidential parade. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I wanted to give them a show. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You could have just left them there. <laughs> yeah. Not like, realizing that there was a show. You could have been like, all right, $5 to enter the park. Look at the wild natives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hooray. That's apparently what we do in this country. Don't, don't feed them. <laughs> don't roll your window down. They'll no. break it. Yeah, because we won't. We, we're not going to do that either. It's fine. Don't worry about it. No, we're not going to even cap, find a way to capitalize on you being just yourself. Nope. Uh-uh. No, but just. anyway, like it, it's just in general, I think. But like FDR, as far as a, a policy president, he actually wasn't terrible. As uh, He wasn't great. But also in the history of our presidents, he's the best one they can think of because he had to fix a lot in a fast hurry. <laughs> I think he had a uh, lot of ideas like. We, we could go back and forth with this a lot. Oh, I, 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 you know, I don't like him. I know. Um, I'm not going to try to sway you either no, way. You're good, and I won't try to sway you. I think my issue with him is his wife. I know. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking hated her. She never had a single good quote, and that's how I judge him. <laughs> no, no. I, I, never mind. She ran the country for nine <laughs> months. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's never been a less impressive first lady. No, I mean. <laughs> my, <laughs> There, there have been pretty much. How many presidents do we have? Forty-five. Been far Ish. more. Yeah. Yep. We've that we've had a lot of bad ones. Oh my God, Jesus. Oh. Yeah. But, no, I mean, my my issues with him are are long and hard. Yeah. And he can go fuck himself with it. But. Oh. <laughs> are you talking about his canes? <laughs> no. Oh. No, that's actually one of the things that I I really do respect about him was he was able to bring. Um, the media to bear yeah. like that that's something I really do respect well, about him was yeah, he was able so to like, kind of go to them and just say like hey w- we have to come together on this like you can hate me all you want and a lot of them were like we have reasons and he was like great but we're dealing with some shit that's one thing I really do respect about him was he was like you can't bring me down for a physical reason yeah. when you need me to yeah. and I respect the shit out of that yeah well, and he was he was like I said, he was a policy president. Like his whole goal was to make things as best as he could before in the time that he had. Yep. Uh, he tried to take more time, and then we were like, "Wait, we don't have a rule for that." He <laughs> um, was like, "No, uh, uh-uh. <sighs> <laughs> sucks to be y'all. You didn't read the fine print." Um, it was like, "We're not gonna get that president from Missouri, right?" Oh shit, I'm dead. Okay, well he'll nuke everybody. Yeah. That's the yeah, best thing about our state. No, it's not. It is. It's like, how many people are going to die? Boop. Now everybody's dead. Yeah. No, I mean, FDR, I, what I, I what I will give I him. I share a birthday with Truman. Don't pick on him. No, Truman's fucking awesome. 
I disagree. I yeah. love Harry Truman. Well, yeah, he couldn't be more independent. He showed up and he was like, what the fuck's going on? Hold on. I have a magic eraser. Boop, boop. Did that help? Okay, awesome. Oh, we won, though, right? And no more Americans' lives were sacrificed? Fantastic. Reach Actually, again. that's not true. In 1986, the last casualty from World War II was on American soil in Washington State. Uh-huh. Keep so, going on that. It is. I know. And uh, there was a weather balloon that had a bomb on it. Yeah. Landed in the middle of the forest. And two hunters found it. Yeah. Stupid. It is. But that that just proves that Truman did that. We didn't get the last laugh. They did. <laughs> no, um, they didn't. I don't. I also don't think that the nuclear bomb was ever something that we should have dropped. We should have dropped it. Yes. We should have been like, look, we're warning you. But we didn't have a way to like send the video footage over and be like, listen, we've got this now. Well, I think what you just said is pro is a great statement. Like we didn't have the ability to say, "Hey, here's what's up." Yeah, like, listen, we like, understand. We couldn't drop real, it by the countryside you, by you, Tokyo. Yeah, like, like hey, uh, just well, let's watch the weather patterns. Let's check it out. Yeah, like we didn't drop it on Tokyo. I mean, I know that sounds terrible. Well, no, what we should have done was like, let's have a parlay. You guys get on a boat. We'll get on a boat. Everybody get on a boat. Nobody has any guns. We're going to go up here to this really crazy place. I think that's a very utopian it. look, though. Yes, but that's what we should have done if we were really going to care about humanity. I don't think that would have ever worked, though. I think that's the biggest issue with that idea. It's yeah. not that I don't like it. Like, that would be awesome. Like, hey. If I go back in time, that's the, probably one of the things I would actually change. I'd be like, oh, let's do that. Yeah, but again, like, if you would have gone over there and been like, hey, guys, seriously, you need to meet with Truman check out the shit he just built like he didn't build it but like he's got he's got the button yeah and you need to go do it they would have fucking killed you they would have been able to do any like you would have done anything like you could have tried i don't know and that would have been great i'd like but to think i don't I would have been a great diplomat in 1945 <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> i don't think either of us would have had shit to do with it i think they would have been like are you an american like uh canadian yeah <laughs> Commonwealth? Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Which part? Virginia? <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't think we would have been able to do shit. I think that was the biggest issue was that, I mean, you look at the culture of Japan and they, they wouldn't have given a fuck. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, like, again, I think that could have been something that literally could have happened. If we had YouTube, it could have. Yes, it could have. Like, that's what I'm saying is technology didn't allow us to share that quickly. The footage of the bomb didn't come out until, like, what, 1948? Yeah. Um, but they went, there's something that they've got over there that just destroyed one of our major cities. Let's keep fighting. Oh, shit, two? Okay, we got we to surrender. They didn't just have <laughs> one, guys. They, <laughs> they have a snack pack. They got to figure it out. Um, no, I mean, th that's that's my thing. It's like, I do agree with you that if, if it was in modern times and all of a sudden we created a bomb that was able to just... Annihilate. Annihilate. Civilization. Yeah. And we just looked at it and it was like, we can actually, like, if you think about North Korea. Yeah. And you pinpoint out North Korea and you go through it on GPS and you're like, we now have a bomb that won't affect anybody else. But watch this shit. And we just destroy all of North Korea. Yeah. And then we go to China and we're like, so what about those trade policies that you had issues with? They'd be like, did you just outline an entire country and not affect anybody else? It's like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we'll keep making iPhones. We don't give a fuck. Like, what? We'll, yeah. we, we, you want them at a discount? Yeah, that's not. I, I see. I disagree because <laughs> I think they would go like, yeah, but you know who's got a bigger one of those? Russia. 
<laughs> and we'd go, no, they don't. Yeah, they do. Sarvama is still the largest nuclear bomb ever built. Yeah, but if you think Sarvama is the number one weapon in history no. against us. Not against us, no. Dude, when we invaded... It's called COVID-19, my no, friend. When we invaded... <laughs> yeah, China does have a good weapon. No, when we invaded Iraq, Iraq had the fourth largest military in the history of mankind... Because it was the fourth largest military that was active at the time. We defeated them in two and a half fucking weeks. Like, anybody who's actually worried I, about I, us... I, I have a brother who was in that war. It wasn't two and a half weeks. But well, yeah. It wasn't two and a half weeks for the full deployment. Yeah. But as far as, My like... My brother was at war for two and a half years. Yeah. He walked across that desert for two and a half years. Right. It wasn't until the last two weeks did we say that we were at war. I understand. <laughs> no, I understand. But we so. bombed them for two weeks, and then we invaded their capital. And I won't say, like, took it over in the yeah. sense of, we've got it, and everybody's on our side waving American flags. Yeah. I'm not saying that. No, I'm saying, Auschwitz. no. <laughs> but if you look at it, it's like, that. that's what happened. Yeah. And then they had, like, to deal with what we had already done. Yeah. And then we rebuilt all their schools and most of their public works. Yeah. And we were like, oh, so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but you guys didn't have the shit we thought <laughs> you did. But cool, though. But no, that's that's what I mean, though. It's like, okay, so that was the fourth lar largest military. Yeah. And once we decided we're going to take Baghdad, two and a half weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't been able to do that since. Well, why? Where would we go? I don't know. We've been at. I don't. I don't want to go anywhere time. else. We've been. A, we've been in a war with terror for a long time. We we could have yeah. snuffed out. Have you ever heard the Australian yeah. comedians yeah. thing? It's like, what's war cause? Uh, uh, terror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but like, here's the thing: is like, if they really, really wanted to, like, say, so like, oh, we're gonna go get Osama bin Laden, like, right after 9/11. We could have found him in less than two weeks. Oh, we yeah. Would, we wouldn't have found all of him. <laughs> no. <laughs> we could have been like, he's right there. What do we need to do? The thing Truman did. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is he in a cave? <laughs> all right. Make sure it hits hard. Yeah. Yeah. You got those but bunker busters, right? Yeah, he's not fucking coming out of there. Yeah, exactly. But instead, what we did is we chased him around for eight years. Yeah. Well, and, um, pack, and we like wouldn't go to pack. Like, I was not a fan of President Obama. Everybody that's ever talked to me knows that. I did I not know. like President Obama. But he was the first person to actually be like, hey, so that guy in Pakistan that has that giant place by the military uh, yeah. headquarters, that seven-foot like Arab guy, is that him? Because we keep saying that he's the seven-foot Arab guy. Like, oh, yeah, we think it's him. Like, yeah, we should get some helicopters and some people in there and fuck that guy up. <laughs> and he did it. Yeah. But he, he yeah, and that's, <laughs> and that's all he could do, though. Like, he couldn't go beyond that because I think he was handcuffed as a president. Now, I know you disagree with, like, him being a good president. Mm -hmm. I think he did good for what he was able to accomplish because being the first African-American president, you can't run around and do all the things that you want to do. I'd agree with that. <laughs> no, I know. I would honestly agree with that. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he couldn't have come yeah. in and been like, even though he might agree, like, I'm going to, like, I think marijuana should be legal. You can't be the first black like, president. Black guy did it. God <laughs> damn it. Exactly. No, yeah, no. I told, um, no. I, uh, unfortunately, in this country, he was handicapped by things like that. Yeah. I disagree with him on a lot of policies. 
Um, well, yeah. And I, I disagree with the way that, even more than him, I disagree with the way that his party ran roughshod for two years. I think that's my biggest issue. Wow. But... I think both he did do. like, but that's also, of course. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and you're not going to hear me say shit about Merrick Garland. Yeah. Like I think that guy should be a Supreme court justice. Yeah. hundred percent. No questions asked, no issue whatsoever. That guy should be a Supreme court justice. And I think it was bullshit the way that that was handled. And Mitch exactly. McConnell should be fucking out of Congress oh, for yeah, it. He's got 268 or 69 different things that could literally help America out sitting on his desk that all he has to do is present. 100%. And he's just going to sit on it and enlarge his throat pouch and piss everybody off. Yeah. No, he's a piece of shit. No, I hate Mitch McConnell. I still disagree with a lot of other shit. I'm pretty sure he has horcruxes. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get a face like that and have a whole soul. No, no, no. (laughs) That guy's a Slytherin to the core, bro. Hey, no. (laughs) Slytherins aren't all bad. No, just the ones that matter. (laughs) You mean the ones that aren't dead. Okay, yes. (laughs) No, I mean, my my issues with President Obama's presidency are hilariously actually reinforced if you watch any of the pre-2012 election coverage of him by even Democrats. Because Democrats fucking fell behind on him but that dude was just a fucking force of nature yeah no he decided to do what he wanted and he got it yeah to be honest like his wife had a huge thing to do with that 100 percent. like she she's a mogul it will not surprise me if we don't see her in a political place again. yeah no i agree um, hopefully she no. doesn't end up with emails i guess um <laughs> hillary was yeah a whole nother story if right. michelle obama ran I'm not going to say I'd be behind her. Be honest. But I would. No, yeah, like, no, I won't. No. Yeah, you wouldn't be behind her, but also, like, given your options in today's environment. In today's environment? Yeah, she can, like, say a sentence. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking She could literally that. be like, I'm thinking about becoming president. Like, be like, Fuck you! <laughs> we got it! No, anything, no, 100%. Anything else is better than these guys. <laughs> No, I totally agree uh, with that. Yeah. No, I mean, if she ran, like, I would have to. What I what I mean I by that is, I look at her I, policy and whatnot because yeah, don't really no, know I'd have that. to see I mean, that like she had something. But I also realize that that's uh, <laughs> that's also saying a lot in itself because of what we have right now. Yeah. Um. But no, I I would be behind her. I mean, she's an attorney. She's obviously an incredibly intelligent lady. She functioned very well as an active first lady act like the most active first yeah. lady arguably yeah i mean and i mean short of <laughs> or short short, short of hillary yeah. short well short of eleanor uh yeah well, who actually literally was like walked in literally ran it like oh yeah all right i need I, I feel bad signing this with your name so i'm just gonna use your hand with the pin in it yep okay yeah <laughs> she fucking did it though yeah, and she made some really great things and some really bad things. Yeah. But, she uh, had her issues, but who doesn't? And, well, who doesn't? <laughs> in, in an age that she, in the age that she was in. Oh yeah, like she, when you think about the ovaries that that shit took, it's like holy Jesus. Yeah, no, she didn't have ovaries. I'm pretty sure that she just straight up had bigger balls than any other it's woman. It's possible. Ever. I think she like you take testosterone shots. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take them too. Uh, like you know, I think she just I think she like when she died, that's how they got the testosterone we needed <laughs> for the rest of humanity. Because <laughs> it took some big balls to do that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's no. literally federal treason. At that point, to forge doc, forge 
the president's signature on a legally yeah. de- like a con- congressional level document. Yeah. Oops. Oops. Fucking did now it. Now imagine if Melania did it. Oh man. Your side would be pissed. My side. I don't have a side. <laughs> There's no Here's the thing is I uh, it was probably around 2003 I stopped having a real dog in the fight. Like I look at things when you were like Carrie or Bush, like that motherfucker can't stay awake, and that motherfucker can't stay a sentence. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, that's the only. <laughs> that was my second election. <laughs> like I could vote the first time for Bush, and I went in there and I was like, I'm late for class. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Greg, I don't know any of these votes counted. You just drew a monkey fucking a coconut. Yes, yes, yes. That's that's who I would like to have as president. Thank yes. you. No, I remember when uh, Reagan. When I, Reagan was the one that acted with apes, right? I want the <laughs> ape. I want the other half, the good half of that movie. <laughs> when um, my first vote was the McCain Palin one, and I say McCain Palin because that's who I voted for, and I remember I hated myself. And everybody, like, I was on campus, and here's the thing that convinced me that I was voting for McCain. It wasn't, like, this huge, like, I'm voting for McCain because he, no. So, do you remember the whole acorn controversy? Like, they were signing people up. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, it was illegal, and the right was going after them, and you had all these, like, super right-wing organizations that were, like, acorn is signing people up illegally. Yeah. Well, I was listening to radio at the time, and I was switching back and forth. And I literally could have gone super progressive or super conservative. Yeah. There was no other choice. Like, it was so polarized on that campus that I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm listening to. This is the first time I've ever dealt with this in my life. Yeah. And President Obama was coming to campus, and they had this huge thing. Like, he was going to be there. And um, about two weeks before... I'm walking through campus, and it was right by uh, an area. I think it's called it's Speaker Circle. It's right by the library there. Yeah, yeah. You know where it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm walking by there, and Acorn had a bunch of people there, and this girl came up to me, same, pretty much same age as me, year older, year younger, doesn't matter. Uh-huh. But um, she was like, "Hey, are you registered to vote?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm registered to vote." She was like, "Are you registered to vote in Boone County?" And I was like, no, I'm registered to vote in Cass County. That's where my home is. I'm getting a, a I'm mo- voting by mail. Yeah. She was like, well, you can actually register them both. And I just looked at her and I was like, no, you can't. She was like, oh, yeah, you can. You can actually vote there and here. It's like, that's illegal. And she just looked at me and was like, no, it's not. You can actually vote here. Like, are, are you voting for President Obama? Because I was on Mizzou's campus. Yeah. I was like, no, voting for McCain. And I didn't think I was voting for McCain. I just said it because yeah. I was like, weird that I've heard all of this shit from this side, and yet you're the ones that are proving it wrong yeah. or proving it right. And she was like, oh, and just turned around and walked away. Yikes, dude. Yeah. I was like, from that point on, I was like, oh, I know who I'm voting for. Like, and I agree disagree like there are all kinds of policies like i don't think there's anybody in the world that doesn't believe that like people should get adequate health care right yeah not in their heart of hearts like if you yeah um if i stab somebody in the throat and you took mitch mcconnell maybe maybe he might be a bad example (laughs) (laughs) if i took like the most hardcore 
Arkansas redneck Trump supporter. Yeah. And I was like, should we save him or should should he die? And like, and if we save him, should he have to pay like thirty thousand dollars to not die? Yeah. Even that dude would be like, "Fuck, man, we got to get him to a hospital. We got to make sure he's okay." I really believe that in my heart of hearts. You have a lot more faith in humanity. Yeah, I, I think it's more the presentation of what's happening now. I think it's real easy in today's society to look on TV and go, "Fuck those people." But when you see somebody bleeding out, when you see somebody that's got their head crushed in, oh, yeah. and all of a sudden you're presented with true humanity, I think that's when people change their minds. And the I issue with today's society is that people only see it on video. They only see it on video, so there's a lack of reality to it. Yeah. And here's the thing. is like it was six years ago. I witnessed a dude like get creamed with a bike, like by oh, a yeah. bike. Like, he was on a regular bicycle. And a lady screeched around a corner and just, like, threw him across the street. His bike was all mangled. His leg was all tied up in it. <sighs> and literally all of my coworkers were standing there with me. And the only person that moved was me. Yep. Everybody else stood there. And they're like, huh. And went home. Oh, shit. Like, there is, like, I think that there is a certain level of a lack of empathy and a lack of understanding that mm -hmm. society has lost since 2000. Yeah. I mean, like, in general, like, think about it, like, when Jack Ruby shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Right? Like, that was the most horrific thing television had ever shown. Yep. Now, today... Oh, you see that every day. Yeah. That's by the time you finished cracking your egg for breakfast. Yep. Um... And That's true. We've become so desensitized to pain and suffering; mm -hmm. it has become the normal. And that's and weird. Kind of, like, Go kind ahead. Of, sorry, it kind of goes back to like your whole like the food dis depravity and mm -hmm. the wealth management of our country and all of that stuff. Like all of it could be traced back, I think, uh, I believe, to a lack of empathy and a lack of humanity that we have. A, like we've lost some of the things where like. I don't know what neighborhood you live in. I know my neighborhood. I cannot name you a single person that lives on my block other than the little girl that shares a class with my son. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can't tell you. Like, yep. I've tried to introduce myself. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to talk. Wow. Like. That I'm, sucks. Yeah. Like, that whole neighborhood is that way. I know, like, four doors down that way. I know that guy's a sheriff. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yep. Either that or he's in trouble all the time because there's a sheriff's car out there. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, like... But, no, I understand. Like that, but, yeah. like, there's no... Like, if my house is on fire, they would only water their own house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And No, I understand. And I think that is more of what society is today than it is not like that. I try to be different. I try to reach out. I try to... Like, the guy that was in the bike wreck. Yeah. Like, the lady was going to drive off. Had I not stood in front of her car, she would have. <laughs> So, like, that's 63rd and Meyer. Oh, uh, shit. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, so I was, like, not even in a place I should be hanging out. Ever. Um, no. Nope. Well, <laughs> I mean, that is, that's where I worked, so that's what it was. Yeah. But, like, I saw that, and I stuck around until the cops got there. And, like, what happened? I'm like, she hit the fuck out of that guy. <laughs> and and uh, that's his bike, and the ambulance already took him away. Yeah. And they're like, is there any other 
people and I looked back to where my empty parking lot was except for my truck and I was like no but there's oh a camera right here on this corner of the building I bet it got it on video that's messed up dude like I, I could have called out all my coworkers and been like oh yeah uh, well, it's here, Jamie and Jenny and blah 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 yeah. blah. All didn't they all yeah. walked off? Yeah. But hey, motherfucker, <laughs> did you witness a hit and run or an almost hit and run? Yeah, maybe come up well, here and admit like, it. Like his leg was completely mangled. Like his leg was up in the air. Like kind of like the mock wreck stuff that we used to. Yeah, that we, we were talking about. Yeah, like it looked like that, but nobody Jeez. even batted an eye. <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's a desensitization. Desensitization. That's yeah. a hard word for me tonight. That's all good. Um, <laughs> but it's a desensitization of humanity to what humanity is. We have become so segregated just from each other. Yeah. Even just not even as a society of America versus England or England or uh, we're more connected now than we've ever been and also more isolated than we've ever been. Yeah. Um, well, it's in, in that situation. And again, like I wasn't there, so I don't know anything about what happened yeah but i can only draw from like situations that are in my own life right so i was at um it was actually labor day weekend i think like six seven years ago it had to be at least seven years ago and um i think it was saturday morning sunday or saturday morning and at the lake at our old house like right across from like the dock where our boat is parked where we've got a lot of other boats there we were kind of in the main area. Gotcha. And um, my wife and I, our old house had like a main room, two bedrooms and a bathroom on one level. And then we had the master area up top. Yeah. And we have no kids at this point. And we had a neighbor that for whatever reason decided that the best idea that he had that day was to be intoxicated from the night before continue to drink Bud Light, get his chainsaw out, and cut down a couple of limbs on this tree outside of his house. Yeah. Right next door. And our bedroom is literally outside of anybody that's around him. It's the closest place that holds humans to this guy. Yeah. And I'm kind of falling in and out of consciousness, waking up, and I've got... I'm hungover. Yeah. Not horrifically, but I've got... I've got a noticeable headache. Yeah. And I'm kind of, okay, okay. And I hear a scream. And whenever you hear a scream like what I heard, it's like, you run. And I jumped out of bed. I've got my skivvies on. And I ran out. And my neighbor, his chainsaw is over here. I see his backside. And he is planted his face on a bunch of rocks. Ugh. He's dead. Like, I didn't know it at the time, but he's dead. Yeah. But he's he's gargling. And the guy, the scream that I thought I heard um, was one of my other neighbors who was out with them drinking and taking limbs down. I'm the first person outside of these two humans on the scene, and my brain has no clue what to do. Oh, yeah. But I have... A, an in-law that does. I'm not going to say what he does for a living, but he knows. Yeah. And so I ran in the house and I said, so-and-so, John's hurt. Weird thing is, I had a buddy of mine named John actually coming down that day, so my in-law thought, like, John's hurt. I got to go help him. 
So my in-law comes out. He has the ability to kind of help things, and he runs out. And even in those 15 seconds, we had two nurses from the community already on the scene. They're already trying to help. So he comes out, and he's in his skivvies too. And he goes over, talks to everybody, tries to figure out what's going on, determines the situation is not something that he's used to de- or that he's going to be a benefit to deal with, knows who's coming in, and he looks, and I'm out there, and he looks up at me and just shakes his head. It's like, like yeah. they can do whatever they want, and it's, it's not going to help. Yeah. And, like, I saw this dude, like, his whole face was crunchy. Yeah. You know, it was bad. So... He comes back and he basically like he has a his daughter is in our house along with his uh, uh, wife, and he basically kind of just makes sure that they don't go outside. Gotcha. And because uh, he he knew and there were uh, by the time everybody kind of came to pass like there's four nurses, EMTs they're getting everybody to yeah. this guy, and something I'll never forget about that was like I knew this guy he was my next door neighbor. Yeah. And I'm out there, and the only reason I'm out there is, like, there was this one moment where they've got three nurses. They, at that point, had three nurses there, and one of the uh, women that were there, her name's Kelly. And Kelly looks at me, and she's like, Alex, go get Matt. Bring him back. Like, tell him that I need this. And Matt is about 150 yards away, and I don't look it, but I'm a fast motherfucker. Yeah. So I've got no shoes on. I'm in my underwear, and I just fucking sprint to get Matt, tell him what's going on. He grabs his, like, EMT kit yeah. and drives over there. But that was, like, the entire reason I was there was I, I don't know what to do. I just know that if I need to run, I can run. Yeah. <laughs> That's my job. But it was like it, it's weird to hear your story because you see the lack of humanity. Yeah. But in mine, this guy wasn't popular. He wasn't honestly well liked. Yeah. But when a member of the community got hurt, everybody came together. Exactly. So the but think about think about where you were. Yeah. Versus where I was. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot more of where I was with humans in it yeah then there are places where you were yeah that have humans in it yeah i agree so <laughs> no it's just it's i'm not saying like i'm like i'm not like oh, you, you haven't given up on humanity i haven't and no. i think that the like you know the more i lead by example the better i the better off humanity can be yeah. especially now that i'm in an educational situation yeah oh and you're a father i mean you yeah yeah I guess so. Did I do that? <laughs> Every once in a while. I did. At least three times. Um, <laughs> At least three times. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah. It was, uh, like, And my kids are that way. Like, you know, I, yeah. I joked earlier that, like, you know, I fall asleep on the in the living room and they toss a blanket on me. No. But, I mean, like, if I'm having a bad day, my 14-year-old can sense that. And he comes up to me and he's like, Dad, he says, I, like, you don't got to tell me about what happened but here's a hug and i you know like here's this thing i was working on i want to share it with you or like best feeling (laughs) or my 12 year old daughter you know will sit outside and draw me like she's my artist so she'll Mm -hmm. like draw me like a hundred pictures if she knows that i'm having a bad day (laughs) that's awesome or my youngest one will tell me a joke that borderlines on is that okay for you to tell me Mm -hmm. um (laughs) (laughs) still good though (laughs) yeah oh it's Uh, it's the it's the best medicine in the world my my oldest my youngest is two and a half 
And so the best he does is he just comes up and he's like, Dada, and just clobbers me. And I I love it. But my oldest does the same thing. Like, he's started to recognize those situations, and he'll do the same thing, and he'll come up to me, and if I'm obviously not in the best mood, like, he knows he comes up to me, and he's like, Dada, you're the best dad in the world. Yeah. Of all the dadas, you're the best. And it's like, dude, you have no idea what that means. Yeah. Like that it means the world to you in that moment. And yeah. then like, and yeah. then, and then you'll have a moment like 10 weeks later where you're like, damn it, kid, do the thing <laughs> that I want you to do. <laughs> and then you're like, that thing you said last week, it's trash. <laughs> I am <laughs> not the best dad. And you can say it. You can tell all your friends. <laughs> I don't care. No, it's a hundred percent true. It's like, it, it's so day to day, but it's like, it's the moments. Like, I don't know what it is. Kids have like, you can be, you can be at it with your spouse and they won't be able to read you all the time. But goddamn, dude, your kids know. Like, if you're having a bad day, they're on it like a negative to a positive magnet. Yeah. And, they and yeah. And it's just like. And sometimes they don't know what to do, depending upon how bad the day was. And yeah. sometimes they do. And, you know, they're always going to try. Yeah. If nothing else, they they'll always just come to hugs. Like, yeah. yeah. Hugs make a difference. Yeah. Your kids call you dad. That's going to be awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. My kids are too practical for that crap. Well, they're older. <laughs> no, they're like, <laughs> like from from first words. It was a ne- never a cute name for dad. It was just they're like father. That's like yeah, <laughs> yes, father. <laughs> um, actually, all my kids had southern accents until they were like four. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Some show they were watching. It's oh. like both of my kids randomly like started speaking like with an English accent because of Peppa Pig. Oh Jesus! Don't even get me started on Peppa Pig. Oh my God! I saw a meme once about Peppa Pig that was probably the best one, which was like it was just a package of shredded ham and it said Pe- Peppa Pig jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt for a while. Yeah, yeah they ke- they keep moving on just like you always expect. Yeah, but I kept hearing uh, my I- kids were Blues Clues. Oh, were they? Yeah, yeah we haven't caught that yet. Backyardigans and... <sighs> we haven't caught on to that yet. Mine, like Blue's the, Clues is not bad. The yeah, new one is kind of wacky, but... Abby Hatcher, Paw Patrol, mm. PJ Masks, Peppa Pig. I just laugh because, like, my wife was like, hey, ask, our, or ask Connor uh, how to say George. It's like, how do you say George? And he's like, George. It's like, yeah, okay. what? I, that's cool. She's like, no, no, no. Ask what Peppa Pig's little brother's name is. And I'd be like, Connor, what's Peppa Pig's little brother's name? Shosh. It's like, that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> it's going to be good for him in his acting career that I'm not going to let him have. <laughs> you don't know that. No, you I know t- you're going to push him right He can it. do whatever he wants. I just yeah. bitch about it. <laughs> well, I'll just be jealous of him. No, don't, be, don't be jealous. Just be like, listen, here's the mistake. I'm going to play I Big made. Daddy. <laughs> You'd play, you'd play that well, well. Oh, my God. That would actually be a really fun role to play after you've played Brick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd like to. I don't know. Like, once you once you understand, like, the whole Brick-Big Daddy relationship and you've played the one side, it's like, oh, moving into that other side would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You just got to wait a couple decades. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and eat a couple more briskets. Yeah, that's too terrible. You're already doing the pork butt, man. You're doing fine. Fuck yeah, dude. It was amazing. My wife made sandwiches tonight, and I was like, oh, yeah. that You made them good. Uh, I like to take the pork butt and actually put it like in a taco with like lettuce and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that, that that sounds like her. Like, like, like That sounds like something she would like. I, I'm all about 
like just making it a big fat fucking sandwich. Oh, see, I start there, and then <laughs> on day three of having twenty eight pounds of meat, it's like taco time. And how else can I put it in the chili? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh my god. No, it made about two pounds. Like a nine pound thing made about two pounds of really, really good. Like not lean, but lean enough. But like had a huge ass bone in it and all kinds of stuff. So. Oh yeah, I love doing pork butt. Yeah, it was good. I I I smoke a lot of meats. Like this is like the first month that I haven't had like smoked meats at least three or four times a week on the grill. Oh really? Yeah. Like it's. I like that's it. awesome. That's not yeah. a bad life to live. That's not so bad. No, fuck no. <laughs> it's lazy life to live. <laughs> oh, I can't mow the yard. I gotta wash the grill. Um, <laughs> oh, well, you just mow a part of it, and then you come back and you yeah. have a beer, and then you f- fuck with the grill for a while. Yeah, that was the weirdest. I actually part. set it and forget it most of the time. I'm like, oh, I yeah? to, I'll, like, I'll set an alarm and be like, all right, I know that these. <laughs> I've been doing it long enough that I'm like. The coal that I buy lasts X amount of time. The yeah. chips that I have soaked last a certain amount of time. So I'll just be like, every 45 minutes I need to add chips. Every hour and a half I need to add coals. Nice. And it's just like it's like clockwork. I can just like, like oh, I started. And I can do it. Well, but, as long as you do it right, right? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, that was my first fucking time. So I was just like, yeah, uh. You'd be quite the thing to do for the first time. Yeah, yeah. that's what I bred. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, just I just found like, one that was like, that's a really, like. I know what meat should look like, and I was just like, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That looks amazing. And then I went back, and it's like, so. You've chosen the hard path. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. What about ribs? Maybe I should go back. No, I already chose those. Okay, fuck it. Who cares? Um, yeah, I started with ribs, but, like, I do really like an espresso rub on my Oh, nice. Pork. I've heard that's good. Yeah. We'll have to get together and, like, I'll be like, here's this recipe I've been working on for eight years. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it comes with its own barbecue sauce. <laughs> like that sounds awesome to like, me. That's what. It, yeah, that's like where I've been for like the last like few years as far as like cooking is concerned. Is like, if it's like a meat off the grill, like I'll cook it. Yeah, I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, okay, I've run out of meats. I need. I guess well, I'll start cooking vegetables and desserts. <laughs> Well, the funny thing about you is like you are – this is the weirdest thing about people who barbecue. It's like you just said like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna give you my recipe. Like let's get together. Let's like let's yeah. smoke some meat. Dude, you gonna... talk to anybody else and they're like, fuck you. This is my meat. This is how I cook it. Oh, yeah. But see, here's the thing is, is what I've written down as the recipe and what's actually in there. <laughs> like I know that I can give you the recipe and be like, listen, I'm a little bit heavy-handed on this stuff and I'm a little bit light-handed on this stuff. That's but fair. this is the base. Yeah. Make it your own. Yep. It's not mine anymore. If I yep. see you at a competition, I'll punch you in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will never see me at a barbecue competition. You see me at an Italian food competition. Oh, really? I'm making my meatballs. Making your meatballs. Oh, yeah. Dude, See, I'm that's a whole different thing because, like, barbecue people, I'll share you my recipe for that. But, like, my fried chicken? No. Can't have that. <laughs> I'm not going to share that shit. Oh, my God. I'm the opposite. Like, I want I want people to have good food. I want people to have good food, too. But nothing can be better than what I have. So, uh, see that, that's, again, like, the one again, place in my one life. one of those things. We're well, going to disagree on it, baby. Yeah, you just... <laughs> Listen, I, I really do. Like, I, I make these meatballs, and I... I, I I want it like I love. Is there I, only I love one Italian type of meat in, in the meatball? 
What's that? Is there only one type of meat in the meatball? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Then, there, then it, then, if then I make it from scratch, and I can't say I make it from scratch, so here's the deal. Oh. If I make it from scratch, I like make two types of meat, but then my biggest thing is, and it's because it is horrifically complicated, and I appreciate the fuck out of the people who make it, I take either Mendolia's, Bajulia's, or Shemekka's hot Italian sausage, uh-huh. and I add that half and half, into ground meat. Now, I can make my own or I can pick up 8515. Grass-fed. Yeah. Good to go. <laughs> so, I got to make sure that my heart. Go on. Yeah, yep. So, if I do that, and honestly, like I don't want to sound ridiculous, but if I just do the like again, Shemekka's like hot Italian sausage. Yeah. And a good 8515 grass-fed, yeah. organic, like from a good farm. And I combine that. That's just as good as me grinding my own shit. Like, yeah. just being honest. Absolutely. So, I do that. But I always do half and half. And I like to do, like, four pounds. So, I do two pounds of that, two pounds of that, put them together, and I just grind the fuck out of it. Yeah. And what I end up doing is it's, it's all in the, in the initial saute. Yeah. So, I'll take – most people would probably be good with, like, a whole, a whole onion, yellow or white. Doesn't yeah. matter. But I'll take that and I'll dice the fuck out of it. Make sure it's tiny as hell because I hate the ta- like the texture. texture of ta- yeah, I can't I can't deal with it. But I'll flavor's awesome. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But I'll I'll take that and I'll dice it as much as I can. Get a food processor if I need to. But for the most part, I can normally dice it. Absolutely. And while everything else is getting mixed up, I don't give a shit. So I'll do that and then I'll take. I used to take garlic cloves, but they don't. And like they're crunchy in the meatball if you get it wrong. Yeah. So I'll take like just the um the minced, the minced and I'll throw Normally that's the thing I keep off to the side and I just throw as needed. Yeah. So I'll do like two big ass tablespoons yeah. initially. And then if I think it needs a little more, yeah. I'll do it. There's so, never such thing as too much garlic. There's never Oh my god. No. Talking Italian food? Oh my god. Yeah. Just yeah. whatever. So I'll take that and I'll throw that in just a vat of olive oil and I'll just simmer the fuck out of it for 45 minutes. Just let Jesus. it all break down. Yeah. And then once it's broken down for the last 5 to 10, I'll throw in some like super I don't know what you call it. Um I'll take a bunch of like fresh parsley yeah. and just slice it to hell and throw it in there and I'll just simmer that too. And then I pour it all over. And I mix the meat with it. And then the last step is however many pounds of meat I have, I take one egg per pound of meat. Yeah. Good eggs, good farm fresh, brown yeah. eggs, boom, as orange a yolk as you can get. And I mix that until it's slick as fuck. And then I take the breadcrumbs. And I'll just, because I don't like the white bread. Like a lot of people oh, add like white it. bread. Yeah. I like breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. Yeah. So I'll take it. And normally, like, I'll have a whole thing of breadcrumbs and I'll just take as much and I'll mix it. Take as much and I'll mix it. And the moment that I can form it and it stays, I form it all. Yeah. 20 minutes at 375. And then I have uh, two sauces that I like. I can make a sauce, but they're just honestly two sauces that I like to mix. Yeah. And I'll mix those in giant vats, and I'll throw what is normally about 50 meatballs into those vats, and I'll cook those for four right. hours, and baby, that's my meatballs. All right. Awesome. I'm going to keep this podcast forever now. Fuck yeah. Uh, oh, no, it's so like good. No, you got to come over. you got to come over, and we, we'll make them together. All right. It's so good. And it's like you're going to be a whole sm- episode? You end up smelling 
like Italian food. That's the Can best we part. Please? Yeah. Fuck oh, yeah, that'd dude. Be amazing. That's the thing. Like, I know people hold their recipes. I understand that. And if somebody right. told me the recipe and said like, "Don't share," it, I would never share it. Oh yeah. But like with my stuff, fuck off. Like, dude, have some amazing meatballs on yeah. me. Fucking enjoy it. I'll make my money elsewhere. We yeah. got it. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Like, but there's certain things like this is like oh, my fried the fried chicken in my family is like something that's been created and yeah. curated for the family. Yeah. So I couldn't give that to you even if I wanted to. Yeah. Like my family doesn't live far from where we are right now and if I was to say even part of it out loud, pretty sure like the one bullet left in <laughs> Oswald's gun would find me. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like a like magic bullet would just be like Phew. all right. <laughs> Mom's been dead for ten years, guys. Yeah. It's okay. Somehow she found it though. Yeah. But it's yeah. been in space for 15 years, but yeah. we're good to go. Yeah, no, but there's, like, that, and then... But, like, I'll share recipes with people all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, I'm not going to give you, like, my secret thing that makes it mine. Yeah. I'll be, like, here's all of this basis, and then I'll show you, mm-hmm. but you're not, like... <laughs> no, and I think that's cool. Like, like am I... Uh, I'm not going to... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. When I said I could make sauce, like, my, my uh, father-in-law, his... I mean, his last name is literally the name of a province in Italy. It's Piedmonte. Oh, well, it must be so hard. Yeah. To be. So he, he, no, I didn't learn this shit from him at yeah. all. Like he, he taught my wife how to make sauce and I liked it, but I was like, <laughs> this might be the most like egotistical thing I could ever fucking say. I was like, I could do better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it's honestly because like we have two different tastes. Yeah. Because he like he developed his entire sauce and it really is good, but he developed the entire thing his lasagna everything because the acidic taste that punch yeah isn't what he likes and so he took like his family's recipe and made it his own which is yeah amazingly famous for Italians mm-hmm. and he could still make like his family stuff but. He inspired me to make meatballs because there was one year that he did it with spicy Italian sausage. And he doesn't make meatballs like I do. Like, I normally make, like, smaller ones. He makes, like, giant meatballs. Yeah, like spaghetti and meatballs, meatballs. You're, like, making more like a Swedish size. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. So, but that's what I like, right? It's easy for me to just go, I ate that one. Now I got ten more. We're good to go. Yeah. Very American of you. Go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) I'm only Croatian and Welsh. Like, of course I'm going to do this shit. But so he he makes these, and they're great. But he made he had made meatballs before, and then he makes these. Yeah. And they're giant. And they're amazing. And I ate six. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's It was great. I was burping garlic <laughs> and weeks. spice. No, not for weeks, but for a, like a night. I couldn't keep it down and i felt like the most gross human in history yeah and they literally all of like all of her family was like what are you doing up there it was like i'm having more and like her stepdad you could tell was just like that's a bad idea (laughs) (laughs) good luck though but i just kept eating them because they tasted so fucking good they were so good and i just kept eating and eating and eating and again i put six down on top of spaghetti on top of salad on top of bread on yeah. top of everything and i went home and i literally just basically belched myself to death yeah. like i was i was like a, a dragon on game of thrones <laughs> it was just fire coming out of of my throat and i 
honest to God, I remember I was about to fall asleep, and I had red wine. Like, I had all the good shit. Yeah. And I'm about to fall asleep, and Nikki's like, how are you feeling? I was like, I don't care. I feel I'm fine. I'm fine. It's so good. And I just fell asleep right then. It's like, I didn't care as bad as I felt. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Like I'd... But, yeah. But, dude, like, I'm Swedish. I'm Welsh. I'm Croatian. I'm a mutt. So, of course, like, there's going to be a part of me that's just like, yeah, I want them fucking built the way that I want them. Yeah. And no, that's, that's, that's good that you know. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, like, French, Irish, and German. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, there's one size that things come in. And yeah. That's giant, and that's it. That's fair. <laughs> if you were English, you'd just be like, and we boil it to a fucking crisp, and we don't give a fuck. Yeah, what's flavor? Yeah, okay. exactly. Anyway. <laughs> what? Do you have salt? Yeah. Interesting. Huh. We just use vinegar here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that is one pl- Like, I want to go to London. I want to see a show on the West End, and then I want to get the fuck out of that country. You, know, you need fish and chips from, from a street vendor, just like you needed a hot dog when you got to New York. Shut up. I didn't. You didn't. You didn't I, go to Chicago. You didn't like land in Chicago and be like, I gotta get a Chicago dog off the street. Uh, no, I went to Chicago and I got pizza. And I went to New York and I got pizza. Oh, and I went yeah. everywhere and I got pizza. But oh. I didn't get a fucking hot dog. I've seen Chicago hot dogs and I look at those people and I'm like, you're a gross motherfucker. What are you doing? <laughs> what are be, you putting on that thing? There used to be a place downtown <laughs> in Kansas City. I think it's uh, it's like a s- southwest traffic way and and. Uh, what, pl- what are you talking about? Oh, it used to about? be a hot dog place at like Southwest Traffic Way and Broadway. I think I know. Uh, but yeah, it used to be like right there mm-hmm. it was like eight years ago oh, at yeah. this point. I think I remember and what you're talking They had about. a Kansas City dog. Like you get a Chicago dog, you get a Philly Does dog. Does it have like barbecue sauce food. on it? Oh, God. <laughs> it literally, it was the grossest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was like a full half pound hot dog. Ugh. And like boiled, so I already am already out. I can't do boiled dogs. Uh uh-uh. uh. Gotta do grilled, baby. Yeah. Anyway, fire needs to touch food. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Especially when it's not real food. Well, and when you're talking about a Kansas City dog, come on. Anyway, you bullshit. So they, it was a Kansas City dog with a pickle spear next to it. Yeah. In the bun. Yeah. Baked beans all oh, over the top. Jesus Christ. It was no. just like the glutton dog. Yeah. Like it was just like Yeah, that's what they should have called it. Yeah, it was like Fourth of July's grill meal. Yeah. It was all on a bun. And then you yeah. just and like I had friends that we would go there for lunch and they'd be like, This is delicious. And I'd be like, You are a monster. You're hung over. <laughs> that's the problem. You were drunk coming to are work. You gotta put you ketchup bitch. on that. Oh my god. No. <laughs> like, no, I think it was like Sonic had like a bunch of different style dogs, and it was like the Chicago dog was like a fucking dill pickle spear and onions and all yeah. this nastiness. It was like, don't associate that with Chicago. Like, a bunch of my friends come from Chicago. They'd look yeah. at that thing and punch you in the face because of it. Are you what shitting me? What is that me? West Wing quote? I met a lot of people that are really proud to be from Chicago, but none of them are in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally true. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man yeah because the two people that i know in kansas city that are from chicago are kind of that same way yeah it's they're like, like they're oh, chicago's the best chicago's Wait, the best you, you don't live there why, why why aren't you there it's like well you know like my best friend's there are you there like well no <laughs> yeah no, i'm not like you chose to come to kansas city like you didn't choose to go to like la where the weather's fantastic yeah. and everything's great it's like no you came to kansas city you just like barbecue bitch <laughs> fucking admit it yeah Oh. I swear to God, if I ordered a Kansas City hot dog and it came with baked beans, I'd punch him in the face. 
Are you kidding me? It's like at least like lay a rib on top of it and pretend that you're yeah, trying. You know what? Just be like make it look like a hot dog, but it's just burnt ends and a exactly, hot dog. Bun. Exactly. That'd be perfect. <laughs> That'd be the perfect Kansas City hot dog. It's like, no, it's not a hot dog. Thank fucking God. You got it right. Good job. You don't give we a don't, shit about boiled hot dogs. God yeah, damn that's it. That's the other thing. Like, if you're going to do a Kansas City dog, you should like the hot dog should be smoked. Yeah. Yes. Like, you should just go to Gates and be like, listen, I just need to stick these in the chimney for the day. We only order, like, six of them a day. Yeah, and then they'd yell at you for a few hours, yeah. and but you'd be okay with it. Hi, can I help you? Hi. <laughs> I, I, oh, so my God. very first time ever going to Gates, I was a fully grown adult with too much money. <laughs> and I had never, like, I had eaten Gates before. I knew it was delicious food, but I'd never been in Gates. We'd mm-hmm. only catered. I walk in, and, like, I got so anxiety overwhelmed <laughs> by her. And she just kept saying it over and over. Hi, can I help you? Hi, can I help you? And, like, oh, yeah, they it don't just back- got angrier and angrier. Yeah, and they angrier. don't back the fuck down. No, they don't. And if you don't know what you want, do not, and I recommend do not assume that the sample platter is just a little bit of everything. Because that's what they order for, ca- like, for, for everything. So I show up there for what I thought was going to be lunch, and what I bought was... 14 dinners? 14 dinners. <laughs> Literally 16 pounds of different oh meats. Oh, God. And I sat there in front of all of my coworkers, and they're like, why did you order that? And I was like, I really panicked. Guys. For all of you. I was like, They were like, you just say beef on bun. And I was like, listen, I've only ever had the catering thing. I said the picture that looked like what I could. She wouldn't stop yelling. Yeah. And so I just sat there and, like, ate, like, a quarter of it <laughs> by myself because it's Which still delicious. you ate four pounds of meat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For lunch. Packed it up, called the wife, and I was like, ah, oh, shit. Uh, so Quite I, literally. I bought I bought uh, $50 in barbecue for lunch today. So, so we don't have to worry about eating yeah. for 14 days. Yeah, like, We're good. You know, I said I was going to take like $100 and make that my lunch money for the couple of weeks. I wasn't lying. <laughs> I spent half of it on day one. <laughs> I remember the first time I went in there, and it might have, I can't remember if it was the last time I did either. No, I've been in there a couple of times since. Um, the first time I went in there, it was with my mom. And uh, she, like, I'm, I'm kind of like my, my oldest kid. Like, my oldest kid is very sweet. And, like, he doesn't get rattled. But if you came up to him and just were intense, yeah, he wouldn't know how to handle it. I was yeah. the same way. Like, if you would have come up to me and be like, what do you want? I'm like, ah, d- the fuck out of here. That's yeah. what I want. And, uh, but, so I was like him a lot. So my mom knew, like, before we went in. I was like, look, they're going to be loud. You just kind of need to understand that, and it's going to be okay, and just let me handle it. Yeah. It's like, okay. So we go in, and there's already like 15 people in line. Yeah. And so it doesn't make any sense to you in the fucking world when oh, yeah. they yell at you first. Yeah. I'm like, how may I help you? Because you walked in the door. <laughs> yeah. And my mom, who is this five-foot-tall, very quiet normally woman, like she can get loud every once in a while, but normally... Yeah. Keeps to herself. Very quiet. Just tells everybody in the restaurant what she wants. And it was one of those moments where I just looked up at her like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. But she was just like, I want this, 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 and this. And they're like, all right. Okay. I can't remember how they said it. I was like, okay, we'll get it. Like, 
I had no idea what to think. I was oh, like, yeah. I don't know who this human is, and I'm pretty sure I'm being abducted. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like any kind of like restaurant like that, like some like going somewhere that's got appeal. Yeah. In that way, like if you go with somebody that knows what's happening and yeah. like can handle the situation. Yeah. Totally different than like going in at like. 28 years old and then being like I don't I don't know what I was going anything. on that's sampler going on. yeah is that a whole cow that's fine that's fine I'll take the whole cow not sure <laughs> I know because some people have to watch me eat like that much food at once but <laughs> I don't care well the funniest thing is like I remember my brother brought me into like Chipotle the first time oh yeah like, back before Chipotle was what we all know and love now and uh, brought me in and he was like so what what do you want yeah i was like i have no idea he's like well i'm gonna make you say it i'm just gonna tell you like what you want do you want this this or this and i was like steak he's like do you want all of these things it's like okay so tell her this tell her this my brother is amazing yeah and i'm like 16 or something like that at this point so this is what 15 no yeah. fuck way more than that 17 years ago oh god i feel old now um, yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> but fucking seriously. So anyway, we walk in, and uh, he orders, and he was so fucking, like, he looked like a bodybuilder, but he was so strong that he, like, set powerlifting records. Yeah. And so he would go in, and he ordered, like, two burritos and some tacos. Yeah. And he'd save the burrito for, like, an hour from then. Yeah. And so we'd go in, he would order his, and then he made me order mine, which I respect the fuck out of because I was a 16-year-old kid that couldn't talk to people. And uh, I ordered it and put it together, and it was the same kind of thing. Like, you're in a line, and there are a bunch of fucking people behind you, and you're here, and they're there, and it's nerve-wracking. And it's like, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you feel like an idiot. Exactly. And so I did that, and luckily, like... He was, like, wearing, I don't know, like, a fucking pair of shorts and nothing else on top. So, of course, like, every woman in line was like, as long as you grow up into him, I'll give you whatever you want. Yeah. I was like, thank you. I appreciate he's that. I'm glad he's good looking. Form. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a Pokemon, man. I'm not. It's okay. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'll make this work. I promise. But they were like, as long as we can just keep making his food, we're fine. So they do all of that, and we went through the line. But, like, I respected the fuck out of him, though. Because it was like, he could have been the older brother and just been like, what do you want? This, this, and this. Okay, I'm already ordering 15 meals for myself. Yeah. I can order one more. But he actually pushed me to be like, fuck yeah, dude, do it. Yeah. Get out get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, get out of your comfort zone. I think that's a huge positive. I think that's one of the cool things that siblings get to have. Yeah. Is that thing. Like, I, I grew up with a lot of siblings. They weren't anywhere close to my age. So, that's like, right, I didn't yeah. have I didn't have friendship. Yeah. I had... Oh, you're the piece of shit that made it so mom and dad didn't have money when I needed them to. Um, <laughs> you're like, hey, fuck you, by the way. <laughs> most of the time, yeah. <laughs> uh, not that they'll ever listen to this because my name's on it. Um, well, then, no, they're really supportive. Fuck them, by the way. <laughs> no, they're really supportive. Uh, they're really supportive. We're just distanced. You're, you're always very nice. Yeah, I'm a nice person. I you try are. To be. You're a nice person. I'm actually going to say, though, like, I'm going to have to call it a night. I still got to drive all the way back. Up. <laughs> all right, that's fair enough. I, there have been a couple of times where I keep wondering, and then we launch into conversations. But I know, I think that's and just kind of what we do. Literally, I could talk until like two or three. Yeah, no, I get it. Like, it's all good, bro. It's kind of who I am. That just means that you got to come back on. 
I'll keep coming on as many times as you want until somebody's like, you got to stop having Greg. It's the most annoying thing. <laughs> well, I'll tell those people to fuck off. Hey, it's nice <laughs> to know I have friends. Well, hey, man, thank you for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you, it. man. And this one is.